Capri from the time I went to Italy, aka Donsky Blackamora, aka Don Strowman, aka the modern day spoof Haraja. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee. Yeah, the girl, she's mine. <laughs> Damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back with another week of wrestling action for your satisfaction with that hot, hot wrestling action. What are is yeah, doing? Rhyme something else with action. There, I, <laughs> I, I love saying action twice because it makes it feel like I rhyme, but I didn't really do it. Um, Okay, blowing up the chicken man. Hey, what's up, Nancy Newman in hey, studio? Hey, how about it? All right, before we get there, let's introduce the guest right away. Yeah. Sitting to my what, 33 degree angle to me, to my left. Yeah. Returning guest, he's back, back in studio. Mr. Matt Mazzani. What's happening? I thought you guys had it and had like a high uh, energy intro that was a little subdued, Dan. Oh, I didn't yeah, keep it up for me. You didn't like it? Actually, while I was doing it, I was like, I normally give the guests a little uh, uh, yeah, warning, yeah. although I don't know if you, you've heard what I do before. But uh, uh, yeah, man, we're happy to have you back. Back from Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, man. The motherland of WWE. You were writing for WWE, and now you're back in LA with us, and we're happy to have you back in the podcast where you belong, contributing to wrestling in the proper way <laughs> on this podcast. Don't need to do another Stanford winner. I'm very excited to be here. That's right. I have been here for 12 years! <laughs> <laughs> you requested sound drops, and you're, you're going to get them. Okay, so, uh, uh, no, all right, before we get into this big week, we got Backlash results, we got mm -hmm. Raw, we got SmackDown, we got, uh, <laughs> I mean, is it, does it end? No. Does it ever end? I mean, wrestling, the most content of anything ever. It's it's so much, I'll, I'll say this to it, like, I have taken a little break from your podcast, and I have taken a little break from watching all the product, because when you're in the, understandable, when you're in the mix, you have to watch all the product every week, and that, it's wow. it's incredible when you have, when you really, really do it, and you have to do it, it's, mm. Uh, uh, so yeah, you take you take a little break here and there, but I've been getting back into it. And it's been it's fun to watch. Yeah, well, if it actually was your job as right. opposed to us pretending this is our job, <laughs> I yeah. think it's more taxing. It ends up being like a little work life balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's understandable to take a break. There, listen, I'm gonna be honest, guys. And look, if I'm not a purist, okay, because of this statement, and you want to like go listen to another podcast, feel free. There are weeks where I don't feel like watching. Yeah. There's a week where I'm like, shit, I got so much other stuff to do, and uh, it's like, oh man, I gotta get this in. Um, but that's, that's rare <laughs> to be honest. Most of the time I'm real jazzed yeah. that I get to turn on a new episode of Monday Night Raw backlash, all the time. Yeah, backlash. I completely forgot what's happening. Like Sunday morning. I was like, oh yeah, backla backlash. I completely yeah. forgot about backlash. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 4 PM. It was, I remembered backlash when it was on. <laughs> you, you like had your greatest Royal Rumble hangover. You just didn't realize. Absolutely. Well, I was still thinking about the spectacle of it. You know, I love all the empty area for <laughs> the Royal family to be buffered from the plebeians. Uh, <laughs> they, they wanted to be able to stand up and walk around in peace. <clears throat> Absolutely. And they deserved it. Um, so, okay. Before we get into it, 
Remember, next week, I mean, Newman, this is big. Yeah. Next week, the Mania Chair 34 Challenge. The Mania Chair yeah. Challenge. I am giving away my WrestleMania 34 souvenir chair that I sat on when Daniel Bryan returned. When Ronda Rousey yeah. made her surprisingly good in-ring debut. Not technically, but in terms of story and fun. Everyone dug it. Uh, that chair. I'm giving it away. There's pictures of it on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page right now. You know, we can talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Yep. And uh, Street value, $2,500. Right. So is that the street value of this thing? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I actually a- didn't look it up because I, I didn't want to look it up and then regret giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't look it the up. Random chairs were three k but yours were $2,500. Oh, my God. Mine's worth less because of all my yes chant farts. All right. Uh, <laughs> everybody. So th- look, that ends next week. On this podcast, we're going to listen to all the submissions mm-hmm. that came in, right? Yeah. So, Zig, what time have these got to be in by? These, these. Uh, for the love of God, let's get them in by uh, Tuesday, 5 p.m. Um, Pacific, Pacific Standard Time. Wow, that's generous of you. 5 yeah. p.m. Pacific Time. Yeah. Get them in. Right now, we have, I think, three or four submissions. So, like, four. you're basically giving this chair yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty, you have pretty good odds to win at this point. Yeah. All right. So let's go over how to submit. And I, you know what I got? I, what I think is there's some sleepers there. Yeah. There's some guys who see strategically that getting it in at the wire, there's no actual benefit to right. that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> all you do is tipping your hand and showing the competition how to step up. And I respect that. All right. I respect that. All the heels wait till May 16th. They yeah. wait to the deadline. All the baby faces made themselves vulnerable up top back in April. Okay. So here's how you submit. Basically, it's simple. You got to join all of our socials, right? Just follow us on Instagram, Twitter, join our Facebook page. This stuff takes two seconds. At Comedians of Wrestling uh, on Facebook page, join it. And um, you got to um, rate us five stars on iTunes. It's so simple. You don't even have to write a review if you'd like to. That's cool. Just say we're cool. And then you need to make us. What, what are you doing? Giving it to me? No, I know. I got it. <laughs> and here's the part that has is actually some substance. You need to make. Your own karaoke version of Hall and Oates, Out of Touch. You guys know the jam. That's just a comedian to wrestling theme song. And this will be the official theme song of this show. Think of the opportunity you have here. So you just take the song, go on YouTube, and you just sing over it, right? Right? You do something like, hey, maybe like this, right? Yeah. Just like something simple like that. And then uh, add some lyrics in there. There's a couple examples already up, so you can eye up the competition. Post it in the Facebook page. There's a whole thread. There's a whole thread for you to post it in. Absolutely. And then you just make it. It has to be one minute long at least. That's it. Mazzani, what do you think? That's really easy to get a chair. Yeah. That's really easy. Absolutely. And there's probably someone that's very talented that's just, that maybe doesn't think they can, they don't have it in themselves. But, bro, you know you have it in you yourself. You have it in yourself. Do, Sorry, it. do you have it in yourself? I play the jam. Do you want to sing a song? <laughs> wait, wait, so it's, it's a comedian's <laughs> wrestling theme song? Yeah. I mean, it can be whatever you want. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, it. okay. Should I wait for the when it kicks in? Yeah, you can. Right now, you can do a talk-up if you want. This is as good a talk-up as I'm going to do. <laughs> they go for laughs. They talk about bumps. <laughs> about Raw and SmackDown every week. That's 
about I can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. They talk about bumps. <laughs> I mean, you can see I'm out of juice because I've been doing this four weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I literally just repeated my original chorus, which, guys, <laughs> if you want to be original, maybe stay away from the chorus of comedians of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one that I've locked in on. But you can, the chorus, that doesn't even matter. Maybe just add some funny lyrics. You know, anyway, what do you think, Zig? I think that's great. Uh, you want me to read uh, some of the five-star reviews we've gotten in the past couple of days from yeah. people oh, submitting? absolutely. All right, we have Best Wrestling Podcast Wait, in the Game. Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I'm going to be listening. I'm maybe snap it to a LaCroix quick. One percenters will pass. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Perfect. Now right. I'm listening. Now I'm really listening. From Zach Baggett, we have Best Wrestling Podcast in the Game. And he says, quote, Best WWE Podcast in the Game. Dan Black is a hilarious comedian who gives his honest takes on the world of wrestling. If you love WWE or wrestling, it's a much listen. If you don't listen, you're basically a jabroni. Hashtag Cal Nation. And then he gave up like the Hell Satan metal yeah, hand signs. Probably, yeah, too yeah, the sweet. too sweet. All yeah. right, Zach. Uh, thank you so much. Is that it? We have another one. All right, we have uh, from The Smartest Mark. Great show. It's very fun. He says, or they say, who knows, as someone who just got back into pro wrestling after not following for a few years, as well as being someone without many friends who watch wrestling, Cal has been great to listen to, and they have a really fun community of other listeners. If you want to talk about wrestling at four in the morning, this is the podcast to do it. All right, nice. This is very Trumpian of us, yeah. just celebrating ourselves. Are there any, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, you guys want to go around and tell me how funny I am? Well, are, there any, are, there any the reviews, are there any reviews that mention me specifically? Actually, uh, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, there is right here. Right, here a fun go. outlet for wrestling fans uh, from the true H-Man. I enjoy the podcast. I don't always agree with Dan's take, but his co-host Newman usually has something that fits, and also he has some fun guests. Both of us are being New York Jews. I relate to Dan. So I guess that helped me get into this podcast. Check it out if you're into wrestling and want to have a voice for the show's host. The cash-in feature is pretty great. Make up your mind. Do you agree with that? me, or are we what both What was the Jews? name of, the, of that user? The True H-Man. So Triple H himself, folks. Oh, the True H-Man. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But New York Jew, I thought it was Paul Heyman, the H-Man. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That might have been Heyman, you're right. Um, I picked the least I, Jewish I always, dude. I love it. Lo <laughs> Paul Levesque. I, 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 I always love the uh, the the uh, in reviews. People love to say, "I don't always agree." Like that's what I want. Like <laughs> I'm on here just being like, "Everyone agree with me." Uh. <laughs> you know? Like this podcast is like you 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 don't listen to it if you disagree with a single word right. that I say. Uh, and also, I love it. They they don't want the accountability of like, listen, I like the show. I don't always agree. So if you if you go in there and you disagree, don't blame me. <laughs> 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 Don't blame me when you walk out being like, I disagreed a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Nothing like just <clears throat> celebrating ourselves, especially... Mm -hmm. In these hard times. Well, if you don't, who will? You know what it's I mean? True. <laughs> Absolutely. True. Thank you, Matt. For once, we got a guy in here who understands the plight of the <laughs> professional wrestling podcast host. Oh, man. You know how I feel. I'm always just, like, getting no respect. Just... I have been here for 12 years! We've been doing this podcast for 12 years. <laughs> uh, that would be sad. Um... I hope I wish I didn't say that. All right, uh, <laughs> all right. Let's let, let, let's. Uh, let, you guys ready to get into it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. Um, uh, that burn it down is really starting to catch on. Have you noticed? Right. People yeah. are chanting with it. People are doing that. People seem to be get on the awesome thing. Like they're really into that. Yeah. Like yeah, burn it down's great. I'll actually here, here, I'll give you some insider trivia about burn it down. Okay. Yeah. All so right. you guys, this is a this is insider from a WWE writer. 
33, when he did the uh, torch entrance, drops yeah. down, and the, the flame goes down the LED screen. Yeah. It was too windy. Just moments before, it was too windy, but the whole ring was going to, like, go up in flames, like oh, Kane style. No shit. Oh, but shit. But on the day, it was like, all right, but if it's windy, we can't do it. And it was right. like like an hour before, it was like, oh, I think we're going to do it. And then it was like, no, we can't do it. The last uh, second, so oh, my God. It's supposed to be flames. They didn't want to, like, set the Rock's daughter on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoever's, in <the> row. <laughs> whoever's in the front row. Or Michelle McCool just holding the Undertaker's yeah. kid the whole match. Well, um, I think Agent Steph were in the, in the ring, too, and that was the whole thing is Hunter's oh. going to be like, uh, you know, like... Yeah, Hunter's famously afraid of fire. <laughs> Absolutely, um, and so am I. Reasonably um, afraid of fire yeah, too. Fire's true. bad. Yeah, yeah. you guys fire see Newman. You, Newman yeah. walks through fire. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> um, geez, he likes to shit on rational fears. It's what burned. Uh, it's what burned all the hair off my head. <laughs> oh man, you said it. All right, so all right. Before we get into backlash, Raw and SmackDown, I like to something I like on the podcast is to take conversations from the Facebook page and our conversations mm -hmm. and kind of like fold them into here so you're all in the know, baby, uh, in the Enoch. And um, <laughs> one thing we were talking about was the return of Hulk Hogan, which yeah. seems to be the big thing reported right now. Um, does Bazzani need to get closer to the mic, Zig? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. these mics are bad, so you got to get close yeah. to them. Yeah, I'm just giving you that tip. I usually uh, overcompensate because of my booming voice, but I'll, I'll, I'll get it close for y'all. Yeah, you think you're louder than me? <laughs> That's probably, you're probably the one guy I would say <laughs> in the loudness game, uh, 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 it's the immovable force meets the irresistible object. What's this do? Okay, so... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so Hulk Hogan is reportedly coming back, right? Uh -huh. And uh, this was inevitable. We all knew this was going to happen. I'm just curious how you guys feel about this, given the fact that he kind of didn't really do, like, a formal apology tour, right? Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, I mean, is that true? I haven't really, to be honest, I haven't really followed up on what he did, but I know that people were clamoring for him to, like, do interviews, and he seemed to not do any of them, right? Right. Yeah, I, I, I thought he did. An, uh, I thought he did some sort of apology, like when it happened. But I, right, I don't right. remember one hundred percent. But uh, but people were unsatisfied with the first thing he did, and then I I know you know like um, uh, I know like Peter Rosenberg was telling him come on Hot ninety seven and speak more directly to the people who'd be offended by the words you say. Though I think everyone's kind of offended by the stuff he said, right? I mean, it's pretty yeah. vile stuff. How do you guys? But it's been a couple years. Uh, I, I'm not throwing any opinion in here i'm just saying it's been a couple years i imagine that this is something he's confronted with that had real results to it uh, i had a real consequences to it so should we bring hulk hogan back i'll just pose it on that yeah what do you got who wants to go i mean i don't watch wrestling oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh no go no. ahead good please yeah, I, don't, I don't watch wrestling but yeah i thought it was uh i, I think i remember his initial apology to her. i feel like he went on stern and talked about it for like 20 minutes and then they just kind of passed over it What's so? Is I he, may, how did I miss the Stern interview? I gotta go back and hear that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably on YouTube or somewhere. Uh, yeah. So is is he just getting inducted, or is he coming back to like actually perform? So here, yeah, uh, my guess is based on previous WB uh, activity and Matt as a writer there. You probably, if, as someone who wrote there, like you probably let me know if you agree. Is I believe he'll come back and they'll just act like it never happened and it'll just be like, hey, it's Hulk Hogan. Pro I mean, Brad probably the way to go. But I mean, I think and I think it's for as far as what they want him to do. It's always it's. Definitely always nice to have a piece like that, like the way Shawn Michaels comes back and will just like cut a promo and put up uh, something over and make it seem like bigger than it is. And Hogan could do that. I don't know if he'd have come back for an in-ring thing, but yeah, I think the best way to do it is just no, kind of have him wrestle. come out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who yeah. knows? He probably would try. Something, yeah, yeah. Do something. Uh, it's it's a weird one to me because like it's hard to say because the only thing about him is that it was done in private. 
and it was recorded without his knowing it, which doesn't make it okay. But if you went back to every wrestler in the 80s who probably said the N-word privately, would it would be a very short list in the Hall of Fame, probably, Right, I would say. So I don't know what you do. It, it's, it is tricky. But also at the same time, he comes out, it, it, you see that publicly, and it's this big hero, Hulk Hogan. Uh, that probably hurts a lot of fans that truly did not like to hear that from their hero. Right. So, well, I think everyone would. I think everyone feels hurt by it, knowing that it comes from a guy who was so important in the way that he was important as like the all American hero of everyone. You know, yeah. I think that's what kind of makes it sting the most. And I and I and yeah. What are you, what are yeah, you Newman, about? you're saying before we start recording that you're fine with what he said. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I think we should double down and be like, I think you guys you know. know that Newman's opinion right when we go off the air is the opposite of his actual. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His on-air persona is a complete facade. Yeah, I'm so. a hard right wing, <laughs> yeah. kind of reactionary. Yeah, uh, cool Pepe tattoo by the thanks, way. Thanks, man. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, uh, so no, I think uh, being that he's Hulk Hogan, I think that uh, he should have taken the time to like <clears throat> go on like a proper apology tour before trying to get back into the fold because I kind of feel like he wants to be back in the fold for uh, reasons of like, you know, having his catalog be back up on the network and maybe there's royalties involved with that and feels like he just wants to move on now assuming that things are all good but he hasn't really put in any of the the work to kind of change that perception. And he's Hulk fucking Hogan. Like, people would listen. Like, if he just... You know, yeah, people people want to forgive him. Right. They they would love to forgive him. That hits on my main thing. Yeah. With the Hulk Hogan thing. It's like, I think Hulk Hogan should come back to WWE, but it needs to be done properly. Because Hulk Hogan is a major asset, right? Like, right. right now, they took him out of the Hall of Fame. Hulk Hogan not in the WWE Hall of Fame is not even a wrestling Hall of Fame. Right. He's the number one wrestler, you know, uh, arguably. You know, so if he's not going to be in there, it's like it's like Howard, Howard Stern always talks about the Radio Hall of yeah, Fame, and, he's, and he's always just like, "I'm not in the Radio Hall of Fame." It's fine; it's not a Hall of Fame, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's immediately what came to my head. It's like, mm. uh, it, speaking of Howard, is uh, that's true? It's like, can you have a Radio Hall of Fame without the most influential radios and controversial? Now, so the thing is, like, Hulk Hogan coming back. I feel like Mazzani, just exactly what you said, is like he represents that 80s era of ignorance like that we all know exists we all know the quotes of like what michael hayes has said and like and uh, you know we all we hear rumblings of of the insensitivities and there's still things about wb's product even now that is that is uh, problematic yeah. right so if you have someone like hogan come back who's someone everyone pays attention to and they have an actual sit down interview on the network with him, with Titus, or with, I, I, you know, I, I don't know who it has to be or whatever. I'm not even sure it necessarily matters who's Booker, interviewing Booker him. Booker T. Booker T. Well, Booker T. You know, you guys know their past. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, but that to me, that's like a valuable uh, asset is like, is like how was Hogan affected by this whole thing? And he was, and he, look, he was filmed in private. Which is a thing, and there is like the there's no excuse for the things he said. I would never say those things, but it was an element of like it was a postcoital machismo, like <laughs> with his best friend's wife. <laughs> right, his best friend. right, the whole thing's very. And oh, he took that, let's remember he Rest took down Gawker. Like, he bubble won sponge. in court. He won, right? Like he won. He, yeah. he won the case well, against it being illegally released. And, and I'll and I'll say this too. It's like you say like oh you know people said this all the time back in the eighties. It's probably the same thing in like boardrooms and in politics and everything else like it's not just wrestling that would had some bad uh 
some salty right. talk and some bad things that people like shouldn't Harvey say. Weinstein exists yeah. in 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 uh, corporate America as well. He exists yeah. in middle America, right? Like yeah. he exists that that archetype exists. It's not Hogan's not just some uh, 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 outlier here, you know? Yeah, and, and I, th- I think there's and I think there's value for a guy like Hulk Hogan to say like I held some things and held some beliefs and said some things and had some attitudes that were really wrong and outdated. I feel bad for them. I'm working to change them now, and I want to change. And he's never made like Absolutely. a full apology. Right. And like, for him to come out and actually like be confronted with uh, uh, someone of his his, and I, I think the thing that's nuanced about it that's really interesting to me, something that's not really talked about, is closed door racism, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really what's specific about it is that like he says, like, oh, you know, obviously he has black friends. I bet he's not a racist person in public, right? Yeah. Uh, like I think he. Th- probably thought at that time, oh, it's okay to just, hey, if the doors are closed, this is what we're all saying. Yeah. And I think that's kind of an evolution of the conversation, you know? Well, I just, now this is like a larger point. Now that's maybe getting too big for a wrestling podcast. I feel yeah. weird. But... Nothing is too big for this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, I do... I... hot garbage. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do think that, like, I think closed-door racism is something that maybe a lot of white people have let slide for a long time. And I think after Trump, I've, I've begun, like, when I'm around white people, just white people, and somebody says some shitty stuff like i now will try to jump on that whereas right maybe five years ago i'd go like ah fuck i don't want to deal with this he's an asshole i don't need to deal with this guy mm-hmm. whatever but i think it, i'm at this point where it's just like uh uh white people need to clean up our side of the street and like when we see other white people among white people just be like tell them fuck off don't don't say that shit yeah make it socially unacceptable and i think that's the thing that uh hogan could be part of that conversation in a truly positive yeah. way well i think i've had people uh imagine a campaign where like it's like a bunch of TV spots where he's like leg dropping racist. How about Bo and Richard Spencer? But I was saying, um, I, I, first off, I love that. I what absolutely you love that. Do, white supremacy when the whole Comedians run wild on you, brother. <laughs> you should have known better, dude. But uh, <laughs> I think, I think what it comes, I, I. I yeah, I think there that, that's an. Uh, uh, talk, speaking from my personal experience, there's two things. One thing is like I've had people say things weird um, in front of me, like mm-hmm. that, like in a it, true in a post-Trump America, have said things where I I maybe not have called them out, but my 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 eyes and my face have made them make comment like, "What was that bad?" You know what I mean? And not things like what Hogan said, like no one's saying stuff like that around right, right, me. Right, right, right. But things and 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 you're like, oh well, it's it's and and. and more than anything I've taken away is like, oh, how I've been uh, more sensitive to to to, to things in, in this time. Now the ne- uh, uh, so so that that's an interesting thing. Um, uh, well, I can't always say that like I've called people out. Like, there's probably times where I'm like, all right, I don't know, right. this is not appropriate. Like, yeah. whatever. Um, well, and it's, it's a more nuanced it's, argument to begin it's with. It's natural to not get into like a confrontation, right? right. You know, right. you don't want like, but I think you know we got to start doing more confrontation. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so yeah. more like no more big boots and leg drops. No, absolutely. <laughs> the next thing is that I'm not into exile culture per- personally. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's some people who need to go away. Like they're like the Harvey Weinstein's, like people who are just like animals, right? Who don't right. respect other people in any capacity, you know. Um, but I, the, I, I, I wonder, like, when you put someone in exile, what what result do you get, mm-hmm. right? Like someone who made a mistake, as yeah. opposed to understanding that, like, we all make mistakes and we can all learn, and people are showing the proper um, yeah. uh, behavior post. Because what do you do? I feel like that's how the alt-right began. It's like people who feel exiled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I have to find my people. Right. You know, um, I can't wait for Enzo's alt-right wrestling promotion, his what? wrestling indie alt-right promotion. Yeah. No. <laughs> Is that real? 
No, no, oh, but, but, but don't, don't you think no, it could be? If you, if you like yeah. open no, but, up the Observer tomorrow, you'd be like, oh my God, Enzo's starting an alt right wrestling yes. promotion. It, in this world, it could happen. Oh, Christ. No, but you know the thing is, like, <laughs> someone like that. Existence. Someone like Enzo, like, if he's convicted for that, it's like, well, I'm not saying I don't want a guy like that back. Right. Yeah. Right? But that's also that's also based on all his behavior put together, right? right. Yeah. Uh, 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 all right. Anyway, cool. Let's just for time. Let's move on from that. I know, um, uh, Zig. We were gonna have Jaquise was gonna yeah, give but us cash they, on it. Uh, uh, behind the scenes information, uh, he's also recording the Culture Kings right now, so they had to do an epi- okay, episode. Okay, we'll, we'll get yeah, that going. This, yeah, I mean, yeah. Hogan's not back yet officially. This will be an evolving. I'll have him do it next week. An evolving conversation. If Hogan, I'm I'm for Hogan coming back in a capacity where. WWE realizes actually how big they are. They are big and they are influential. And he can come back in a way where he addresses why he went away. That'd be great. But if he's gonna come back and just like, yeah, just be Hogan, uh, it's yeah. good. That's gonna be weird. Well, I don't see a place for him if they don't do that. I, I, yeah, well, it has I mean, to be for the purposes of. of it's like Mazzani said. People want to forgive him. I want to forgive him. Like he's Hulk Hogan. You know, like it's right. conflicting. It's complicated. It couldn't have been a more ungraceful fall, like a more embarrassing fall from Grace. Like uh, he's brother. naked talking about his big gut. Yeah, You're getting filmed on like uh, talking about eating too much sushi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like too much sushi, brother. Bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Here's what I'm gonna say. We were also talking. Look like a pig. <laughs> From Bubba the Love Sponge. What a time to be alive. Man, early 2000s radio culture. Yeah, look out. Um, quickly, we're gonna hit on intergender wrestling, and I'm not even gonna open this up. I'm just gonna say my point on intergender all wrestling, right. which is like, guys. Don't overthink things. Yeah. Let's not put limits on professional wrestling. At a time, people didn't think Daniel Bryan could do anything, and then Daniel right. Bryan uh, headlines WrestleMania and beats two guys who are four times his size, mm-hmm. right? And we all—it was one of the best WrestleMania moments ever. Closing things off is just silly. I don't know what we don't know where we don't know where the cap. We don't know we don't know who the next. Right. star is going to be and the next star might be female and wrestling a guy might be the way to go uh you're going to tell me that charlotte flair can't headline a wrestlemania against like an orton or something i'd right. watch that i don't yeah. know you know what, uh, what do you, i will open it up to you guys what do you think and but i won't respond no. well i'll say it's it's like it's it's not like uh uh john jones is the greatest professional wrestler of our generation just because he's the greatest fighter in the world you know right. what i mean come on yeah like at some point realism has to you can bend a little bit and you know, maybe intergender wrestling's a big bend, but the people who do it well doesn't seem like that. They're yeah. very good at it. Absolutely. There's a way to tell a story. You could tell a story. You could tell any story. You could show me a story where Alexa Bliss believably beats Batista if it's booked properly right. and she cheats, right? Like, yeah. there's a way to do it all, you know? Yeah. Uh, 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 let's not close ourselves off to that at all. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, that's it. That's all I have to say yeah. about that. It's just silly to just don't close don't close any avenues off creatively. That's how you don't evolve, right? Right, right, right? All the guys who said like Kevin Owens shouldn't wrestle and stuff like Jim. Where where's well where where are those guys? Right? Yeah. Was it Jim Cornette? Or he's like talking all that shit. I'm saying like yeah. What well, right? Guy like Kevin Owens is like one of the biggest stars, and he's not a traditional looking guy. We're gonna it's, let the thing evolve. It's an art form. Wrestling is an art form, and you who limit it are un, are under uh, you're underestimating how great this thing can be. They're gonna say under siege. <laughs> oh, do I have that sound drop still? The question is, do you? Right, do you think I have the sound under siege sound drop still? Uh, no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. Oh man. Okay, yeah, that works. Cool, good. You guys ready to get into backlash? Any yeah. thoughts on that? Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Okay, so backlash was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> backlash. This is hot garbage. Uh, shame. shame. Uh, backlash. Ba- backlash had a, an important distinction, though. It won. It was the uh, according to the Nielsen rating system. It was the most social show on on social media. Were people saying how bad it was? Look, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't want to crap on backlash. Um, I just have to because. Like we forgot it was happening. No right. one was excited. No one was like really excited to watch it. Yeah. Um, the main event was like for not for a title. <laughs> um, it was just like a, a grudge match, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was like they made a big deal about it with the. Uh, you guys don't talk about it, right? With the. Oh, We're not afraid <laughs> of dreaming big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys know about it. Right? We're not afraid of dreaming big. Yeah, you know. The lip sync song. We're all lipping right now. You, you can't see it. Who wants to do the uh, the fun Carmela spot in the in the middle where she takes a drink and then dances? All right. Um, yeah, but uh, I just didn't. You know, I just I wasn't ready for a pay per view. Right. Simply put, and neither were they because no titles changed hands. Right. Yeah. It was another. We had two big pay per views that were house shows. What'd you guys think of just the overall pay per view? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was like if you're over like like an Italian grandma's house and she's just. She's giving you another serving of food when you're not hungry. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, here's this other. Oh, fuck. I have to eat it. I'm, I'm obliged to eat it. Right. Uh, but, I mean, it was, I liked the Finn, uh, was it Finn versus uh, Rollins? Miz. Miz, Miz, Miz Rollins. Was great. Yeah. But other than that, who cares? Yeah, I got a couple things that were great about it. So, yeah, we, we uh, um, like, Miz, Miz Rollins brought the house down. Yeah. Um, like, that, 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 they were fire for that. Yeah. But, but and... Uh, what Miz is up to, we were talking about this before we went on air, I believe. Well, no, I, did I say the Burn It Down was catching on? No, that was yeah. on air. The Miz and uh, Rollins are getting like insane reactions from the, the WB universe. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a re- direct response to Reigns now and Lesnar. I think they're just like, everyone's like, these are the guys. Like, it's like they're like frustra- frustratingly being like, push these guys. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 to be fully honest, I didn't watch Backlash, and yeah. then at the the day after, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch Backlash, and I, and I read all the reviews, and I was like, <laughs> eh, I'm probably gonna skip it, but I'll talk. Right. But like Miz and Seth, I really would like. I, I should actually go back and watch them. Those guys are great. Like yeah. they, well, they open, go, they open the show, and they, yeah. that's actually the trick. Is like opening. The, I always say, like, if I'm a wrestler, I want to go first in the yep. paper. Like, I want to wrestle first on a pay per view. Yeah. Uh, but Miz and Raw, I mean, they, 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 yeah, the house was going insane, and the match was great. Um, yeah, so th- that match was just great. There, everyone was hot for it. All right, interesting things about this pay per view. Carmella has a clean a clean win over Charlotte. I'm calling it a clean win. Yeah, um, I, think I so. guess uh, definitely a clean win because Charlotte did a backflip, which she did one on SmackDown. Also, mm-hmm. she's wrestling people who are like way beneath her and and is making the mistake. Of backflipping, right? Like right. she doesn't need to. The, I imagine in the, in the kayfabe when you do a moonsault, it's because like I really got to take this person out, right? Right. Yeah. So she's doing moonsaults just to show off and making mistakes. And Carmella capitalized and hit her in the back of the knee and beat her with a with a pin, with a pinfall. Uh, and it makes me think the company is into Carmella. They're backing up her title run of hundred percent and. I'm a Carmella Mark. I purchased Carmella's hat ah, and nice. the Mella is Money T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Carmella? I mean, the, the only thing that was strange to me was, I mean, this happens after WrestleMania. They kind of turned the page on yeah. stuff. But, like, 
Boy, I, boy, the Carmella, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the Charlotte Oscar thing was such a big story to the point of like, even at that WrestleMania, that could have been the main event mm-hmm. in terms of like, it wouldn't have been a bummer. Uh, so I thought, oh, why do this to Charlotte now if you're going to build her for somebody like Rousey at the next WrestleMania or a big SummerSlam right. match or something? But I also think you're right. I think I think they do see money in Carmella. She's a good character. She's a good chicken shit heel. She yeah. does her screaming. I think I think there's a lot of upside to her. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, why why not do it now? Because you can always build Charlotte up for Rousey in a couple months. They need to build up the other women because the the division is thin. Mm-hmm. I mean, as simple as that. Like, so if you have someone like Carmelo who can really work the microphone, who has a really strong character, why not make her feel like a believable threat? Like Miz is in that nice sweet zone where, even though like you know he's not as good of a wrestler as like the Miz uh, as like Rollins. He's still and Reigns. He's able to beat those guys, right? You know what I mean. It's cool when they're able yeah. to win. Well, but I think there is something to Charlotte being. I think she is like physically and with her, her prestige that she is like somebody to beat. And I think somebody like Carmella right. beating her it, it helps Carmella at least. I don't think it was like a worthless booking decision because it helps Carmella. You could always, you know, rehabilitate Charlotte and yeah, I think build up some other people. Like I think even like we could talk about when he gets smacked, but even Peyton going that long with Charlotte was yeah. good for Peyton. Yeah. Uh, so I think Charlotte still has cachet, even though she lost uh, in that match. Yeah, well, the iconics are something worth investing in. Like they're, oh, yeah. they're that whole dynamic going back and forth with them. They have a really great look. Yeah, uh, as a team, uh, I love the song. <laughs> yeah. I always love the song. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, their their voices. I get that they're supposed to like they're trying to be annoying, but there's just such a pleasant quality to their voices, even if they're being. When they're trying to be shrill, yeah, you know but what it's, I mean? it's, it's, right. They're, the Australian accent, it's really funny when they're like trying to be funny and it's like really annoying. It's yeah, just, it oozes of heel, and I like how they yeah. bounce off each other. Yeah. yeah, well, that's one thing I worry about them is is that was what's so great about them in NXT was that when they when they did their thing, they were so much they were always talking over each other, which is a very not WWE style. Like yeah. even people that had great chemistry, like like Jericho. They'd, be, they'd give each other their lines, but I love that they like finish each other's sentences. And so right, I can imagine like doing that for the main roster might be tricky, and mm-hmm. I saw in that live promo that it might be tricky, but I hope they they let them be weird and strange and do the dumb shit. Yeah, and- yeah. I will say this. I think they're super slick when they come out. Like I, I think it's been a big complaint of mine is like these guys come out of NXT and they can't work the mic at all, and their mm-hmm. characters, like, I'm still confused. Like Sasha Banks, like the whole boss thing, I'm, I still don't don't get it i'm like i get what they're going for but it never comes together um and and i feel like this is the first team uh it's not the first team there's some that come out but it's they're directly contradicting my uh criticism they're coming out and they like feel like they have it well they're coming out so strong and they've been there they were long they were there a long time yeah but they also had a lot of mic time in nxt right yeah that was more than other people because they couldn't work as well right so it's like yeah but uh, they like bounce off each other. They seem unfazed by the crowd when the crowd's not into it. They win the crowd over a lot mm-hmm. just on sheer commitment to the bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're timing off each other. Really nice. Well, I think good I think there's truly like good trust between the two performers, and I think that yeah. they like they they can like ignore the crowd because I think that's the thing is like so many NXT people get shook because they one honestly like cutting promos at the the Florida uh, at at Orlando is is yeah. is. Horror, it's a hard place to cut a good promo. That's you were for down sure. there a bunch, right? Yeah, that, that, I did. I did a bunch of stuff down in Orlando, and it's the, the if you get a good promo in front of that crowd, it's it's a it's a testament because there's always a regular there who's trying to like mm-hmm. get himself over by saying something in the middle of a promo, and uh, it's just oh, that, really? that's the opposite of what I think. I would think that it's easy to cut a good promo down there. 
You're saying it's hard. I I think I think cutting a live promo is hard. I th- I've I've seen more promos kind of end up a little flat than end up like really really dead. But you know, but you but if you get them invested in the story, like all the Champa Gargano stuff, uh, Alistair and, and Velveteen stuff, like all like they're they're like when you hit it, people really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, we like what they're what they're doing there. I, I think Carmella. I really I really believe in Carmella. I mean, I might be wrong here, but I really I see like a big future for Carmella. I think the character is really strong. I think also with Enzo out of the picture, it's it's helpful for Carmella. Yeah. But I just love the true trash. Like the, she is one hundred percent trash. Who thinks that she's not trash like I, <laughs> she thinks she's the epitome of class she's got that attitude we've all encountered this person and yeah. it's always jarring yeah. <laughs> yeah it's always jarring i was in yeah. line in front of someone the other who had this kind of attitude like the other day i was in line and and, and this woman she thought i was gonna cut her and she was like no, you're not cutting me oh boy and she like put her finger up at me and i was like wow yeah like we're it's, it's what'd you not, say to her what'd you say to her what, Oh, I was like, I'm not cutting you. She's like, Yeah, you're, yeah, you're not. Like, oh. And I, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Holy shit! And I have someone there who's a witness who yeah. can test. And then I go, This was my direct response. She goes, Yeah, you're not. And I go, You won this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I go, You won. I go, You won. Like I gave it to her. Yeah. And then she's like, Yeah, you're right. I won. I go, Yeah, you already won. I yeah. let you win. But I'm getting the last word, so I'm trolling her. By, yeah. But I'm completely saying she Man, wins. Yeah, One of my like... favorite things to do. Is when someone plays high status, go the lowest status you can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's kind of like that uh, eight mile, judo, like yeah. just yeah. being like, I know I'm white trash. Yeah. You know, like in that yeah. right battle, he's like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, what are you gonna insult about me? I just said I'm trash. My mom's a fucking bitch or whatever. You know? He's like, oh no. What are you gonna say? That was his words, by the way. I just want to say, I, yeah, mean, yeah. I, I, I don't condone the gender specific insults, but uh, uh, you know what I mean? That's the thing you do. You just go like, you're the best. I'm sorry. I've done that before. Where people try to get in, like guys, but cheese little guys try to get in fights with me, and I go like, dude, I'm so fucking sorry, man. Like I respect you so much as a man, and like you're bigger than me. Like I really, I wish we were friends because like. Uh, you give me some workout tips because I'm like scrawny. I'm scrawny. I'll like pick up my shirt and stuff my stomach. And my wife will be like, "You're fucking crazy, Dan." But I'm like, it's so funny to like that. I love when someone if they mess with me, yeah, that they get a response they could never ever have guessed. <laughs> they can't win that one because who cares if you beat up a if you squish a bug? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Low status guys. Low status. Curl up into a ball. I should try that. I usually do the opposite. I try to like, <laughs> I try to out status them. Well, here's here's the thing you do. Like, I, I mean, we're getting completely derailed, but it's all good. Um, I was at a concert uh, with my wife. Terrible concert. What's this band called? LCD Sound System. They suck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I know everyone hipster LA. They like these guys. I, mean, I don't like them. Jesus Christ! I was like, these guys are. Go- Wait, all right. I just want to say something. They were <laughs> really good. Okay, at what they do, but what they do ain't for me. You know yeah, what, what I mean? they need is a nice college frisbee on the lawn. Absolutely. And to some- do you guys? My, you guys are hearing my favorite song? <laughs> of course, the WWE. No, damn it, wrong <laughs> It's Elias' night. <laughs> All right, no. Uh, but so, uh,. They, they're really good. It's just like not for me. It's right. like weird. It's like hi- hipster techno. I want to call it yeah. like it's like emo techno. I don't know what. <laughs> what, 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 what 
It's like, you want to dance with dancing? I'm dancing every once in a while. Yeah, and then the guy's just like, I'm a, I'm a, a swan. And then it's like, you're like, what are you whining about? You're like a, you're like a married guy with three kids. Like, shut up. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Okay, now I understand <laughs> that these This are... is why Carmella's great. Yeah. <laughs> we got so derailed, but who cares? There's tons of wrestling podcasts out there. Stone Cold's got one. You come here for the personalities. I have been here for 12 years! <laughs> so, but I'm saying, like, I'm at this concert, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm saying the guy's good, but it's not for me. And then, like, one guy, he, he's a guy who's, like, really drunk, and his general admission, which is, like, give me a seat. I need a seat. Okay, I'm sorry. Give me a seat. I want a nice G12, and I sit there, and uh, this guy's bumping into me, you know, and he's bumping into us, and the guy behind me is like, yo, he's like, he's like, if that guy bumps into me and my girl again, like, I'm going to deck him. He says that to you. He says to me, the guy next to me, he's like, if that guy turns out, I'm going to deck him, okay? And I'm like, he's like, I'm not going to be able to even control myself, right? I'm like, all right. I'm all right, man. The fuck kind of preamble to assault is this? Guy says it to me, right? Uh, 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 uh. And he looks like a wuss, whatever, but like, I don't know. So then the drunk guy obviously bumps into us again. Guy turns around. The drunk guy turns around. Throws his beer in that guy's face, okay? He throws his beer into the face of the guy who told me he's gonna deck him, and he didn't do anything. No. <laughs> he didn't do anything. It's like, man. I'm gonna deck him if he bumps into me, but if he bumps into me and then throws his beer in my face, I am vanquished. I'm yeah. do nothing. <laughs> Was it like one of the aliens from Signs? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You throw, you throw waters on their dead. He's like, so why do this phony routine of like, yo, I'm I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'll just be like, I'm not going to beat you up. I actually am scared of you. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, okay, so we're completely... Carmel is good. All right, so speaking of um, men fighting, AJ Shinsuke ends with two guys rocking each other right in the nuts. Yeah. Um, and for a double <laughs> double count out... Well, not a double count out. It would be a double DQ. What is it? A double... What would no, you call no that? No contest. A no contest, right. Yeah, they can't answer the bell. What do you guys think of that finish? I think it's fine. I think they're obviously just setting it up to setting the feud up to go longer. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I but like I said, I didn't watch it. I loved the gif of it when I watched the gif yeah, yeah, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, forget what you saw. The match, actually, all right. The match was great. Yeah. The match yeah. was the best AJ Shinsuke match. To be honest, in my opinion, better than the rest of Kings of Ten match. Uh, but I, I never was crazy about that match. Again, right. this was another match. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. I, and I always thought it was okay. At WrestleMania, I was the same way. Everybody's like, oh, this is not as good. I was like, what are you talking about? The Wrestle Kingdom match was okay. It was yeah. pretty oh, good. It was thank good. You. Now, I, know, I, I always have these opinions. I'm like, I put them on. I watch these things objectively. And I'm like, that match was good. It was definitely good. But this time, as a, a no DQ match, we're throwing chairs at each other. AJ was bleeding. Uh, uh, and Shinsuke's character, in my opinion, is the best it's ever been. Shinsuke, I went from thinking Shinsuke is, I didn't say he's bad, I always saw the talent there, but he was not working at all. Uh, now, Shinsuke is like one of their top talents, in my opinion, now. Uh, and it just took him turning heel. He's so comfortable in that role, yeah. like you said. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that was my favorite match. I liked it more than the Wrestle Kingdom 10 match. Feel free to give me shit about that. Give me shit uh, while you're rating this star, f- this podcast five stars on <laughs> iTunes, if you don't mind. I don't agree with everything that Dan Black says. <laughs> One time he said Wrestle Kingdom 10 stinks and LCD sound system <laughs> is annoying and not for him. I agree that it's for him. <laughs> In the interest of transparency, before I leave this review, here are all the ways that Dan that Dan does not agree with me. It was so tough at that concert because like my wife would walk down and she was like, they're amazing, right? My wife bought like a sweatshirt. And sometimes you're like... You just got, you got, I go, there were, Jamie, 
one of the best concerts I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Transcendent. Really, sometimes why I want to leave a concert with my wife and just be agreeable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that was the fucking most annoying emo shit. That guy's in his 40s. He should be embarrassed to look in the mirror. I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. One of the best concerts I've ever seen. Then he turned away. He's like, I've seen this week. You never want to lie to your wife. Absolutely. He said the truth. Oh, man. Um, uh, um, Oh, all right. We'll we'll get into that later. Uh, man, I'm really trolling. We I was talking about we should do like a maybe bonus content at the end of these episodes. Where uh-huh. at the end we go like, all right, if you stick around, if you want to hear us talk about not wrestling issues, <laughs> yeah, we and should. We stick around yeah. and we just go like, and I just go on my uh, uh, let on me my tell you why that about punk thing at my house is a trash <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah, well, I talk. Well, I mean, that get lucky song, terrible song. Uh, uh, but w- w- <laughs> the, you like it? Or you I think that's a great song. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, never, I never dug it, but. Um, <laughs> I, I like Daft Punk though; they're really good. But I'll, I'll talk shit about Westworld after the credits. What do <laughs> yeah. you guys think? Yeah, yeah, All right. sure. All right, maybe we'll do it another time. Okay, so AJ Shinsuke, the finish. Do you do you, so? Like Mike Lawrence, who's a friend of the show, my buddy of mine. He just didn't like. He was like, "It's so dumb that they would like get hit in the dicks and like, you know." I, I guess he's like, "It's a little uh, quacker smackers or whatever." Right, right. I think it's just like this. I love it because I thought the story was. Shinsuke keeps going for low blows. Yeah. And then AJ, like, snapped, which was so cool at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Actually, I think the only thing to come good out of Backlash and Greatest Rumble, Royal Rumble, really, is, uh, is like, this the build of the AJ Shinsuke, like, uh, uh, feud, yeah. which I wish happened leading up to Mania because yeah. I paid to go. But, uh, yeah, like, it's cool. Like, then AJ snaps, and they both are, they're, both of them are now fighting dirty, yeah. even though AJ's the good guy. And I like it. Has anybody made the connection on TV? Because I haven't been watching all the TVs. Has anybody made connections that this is exactly what AJ did against, like, Dean? That remember oh, AJ did the low blow oh, there. Yeah, this is like no, a, no, no. Which I, which I think is kind of a cool. If it kind AJ of AJ was heel then, right? That yeah. was during the like uh, yeah. the 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 he would say he's the face that runs the place, place right? Yeah, exactly. This. Oh man, remember AJ? He got his short time in in, in in WWE. He's already like amazing. He would wear the headband. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> good. great. Do you work with AJ at all? Uh, I worked. I mean, like I said, I wrote some stuff from home, but I never was on the road with AJ, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's obviously, a, like I said, great piece to have on the table. He is. Really, really good. I just really want to have, tell someone to him and Reigns. I really would like to have a facial hair consultation with both of them. <laughs> but all right, all right, that's gonna derail us too much. Back into LCD sound system. No, uh, uh, yeah, I like that. What do you guys think of Samoa Joe losing at Backlash? Uh, I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying. I'm trying not to get be that guy who's like upset about results. It's too late, man. It's yeah. too late. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would have rather Joe win. I don't I think Roman the better story is for him to keep losing now. Uh and Joe? No, Roman. Roman. Yeah. Yeah, think, see Roman on a slide. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. So I think they uh, whatever. I it's I don't like the uh I don't like the finish, but All right. So uh what do you think? Uh, it's it's hard to say, man. I I I get the idea if you want to get if, if you're going to get Roman back up for Brock, you got to get him over you can't have him lose to Joe and then mm-hmm. go to Brock next if that's what you're doing now. Right. That's why he should have just won at Mania. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's right. just get this over with. You yeah. know what I mean? Because if Samoa Joe lost to Roman Reigns, the champion, and he's like a freshly donned champion, it would maybe feel like one thing. But it's like Roman Reigns right now is at maybe the lowest point of his career, and he can still decimate Joe, who's arguably at the highest point of his career. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so worried Joe's going to go the way of Bray, where everybody's just like is just begging for it to, to work and to happen, mm-hmm. and then he never kind of gets over on anybody because he's so good. That's the problem is when you're good, sometimes it's easier to just go like, well, just. Have Joe lose, then he'll come back and people still like him because he's Joe. As a guy who yeah. wrote for WWE, can you see Vince McMahon putting a title on Samoa Joe? 
I could. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I think uh I think I think anybody that can talk and have like two seg matches is super important to have on the show because yeah. it's like you're gonna be it's it's just it's just nice. It's three hour raw. So it's it's you know, you wanna have a guy who can cut a great promo and then have a two seg match and uh, Joe's that guy, and yeah. so that, I mean that's why K, KO was like everybody. Nobody saw him as oh he's never Vince is gonna think he's too fat and all this or whatever. But it, he once he showed that he's really good and he could fill those. I mean yeah, then they put him all over the show, you right? Know, especially when Jericho showed up. Um, what is this sound drop? He's like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. So. <laughs> 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 I didn't remember. What, it just says Kevin Owens stupid, and I had no memory uh, of that. Oh, that's when he was doing. Uh, he was doing a uh, 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 commentary. commentary during the one of Baron Corbin's matches, right? Yeah. And he talks about Baron Corbin's hairline. Uh, uh, <laughs> he said something. Here. Corbin, if you're looking for your hairline, it's on top of your head. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin Owens. Something is so that good. got me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you got blocked by Corbin. All right, let's move on. But I, I, I'll say this about Samoa Joe: is like it was such a bad time for Samoa Joe to lose. He was so hot coming yeah. back out, and like uh, it's just, it's like I don't know where you go with it from here because his his character is like I'm gonna beat you. Like it's it's classic like tough guy. Yeah. There's nothing else to it really. Uh, it's just like I'm a big threat, and he feels like a big, booming, scary threat. Feels like the guy who's like gonna snap your arm, right? He's right. like a real fighter. And then if he keeps losing these big matches, like there's nowhere to go. Where at least with Bray, it's like all right, well at least he's got the like paranormal way right. to go, right? Yeah. I don't know. Samojo is just gonna be a guy like he could easily drop down the card fast in my in my head. I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah, because I'm trying to think of what other people's things are besides um, a threat. Yeah, what what do you guys think about Roman Reigns wearing the chain? Just as kind of a pivot. I have not seen that. What is the chain? So I've heard about the Roman chain. Reigns is wearing like a big, thick, like a Figaro chain, or is it like a? I don't know what a Figaro is. I don't know. Is like that a, a Quentin is that a Rampage fancy? Jackson style chain. Yes, like a junkyard dog Rampage Jackson. It's like uh, it's like a gold chain. It's like, kind of like a what um, like. Like what a guy know. from Pensacola, Florida would wear. Yeah, I don't really know how to say this without being semi what problematic or whatever. It was like all like the Italian guys in my high school wore it, but like this one's way thicker and bigger. I don't think there. I was let's get a picture before I yeah. before I hogan myself here. I don't. Uh, I don't think there's a, a a guy in the crowd that's gonna see Roman come out and go boo. Oh, cool chain. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna like, watch also chain gang, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's. Well, I think it does look cool on him, to be honest. Like Roman Reigns backstage, he, I love that he like does that little like what's it like shape up on his hair. Yeah, like he shaves a little bit, even though he's got long hair. I mean, he looks fucking awesome. Though, I mean, again, facial hair wise, I don't think he should have a goatee. I think he should have a beard, like a more more facial hair. I don't like the just isolated goatee with the long hair. But uh, 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 this he, is why I came on the podcast. More talk about looks and absolutely. haircuts. Absolutely, I mean, gear. we talk. We, I love this. We talk a lot about Roman Reigns' looks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but... Um, I can't find a picture of it. You can't? All right, whatever. He's wearing this chain, it, it, but it feels like such a heel piece of... Uh, yeah. It's, it feels like a heel accessory, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anno- um, annoying, like annoying accessory that like a... Yeah, like um, the scarf for Jericho. It's got. It looks like yeah. a bad. It's just like looks like something. Yeah, scarf. It looks like something a bad guy would wear. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah, this Razor guy, Ramon had his chain. Razor oh, Ramon, yeah. 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 Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just curious if that is. I'm curious if that is tipping at all where Reigns is going. I can't see them not going heel with him. He in the promo this week on Raw came out and said his quote was uh, like, "I I'm the uh, like I should be the champion," which is like the most heel right. thing to say. I mean, yeah. it's he's no grace. He's not being a he's being a very sore loser. Yeah, the rain, the Reigns thing is it's 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 hard because it is it is. Those crowd reactions are what they are, but I always like. I mean, this is when I was in there. I always like like to walk around the arenas when I ever I did go on the on the road. And you walk around, you see a ton of kids with the vest. You see people really, really like the guy, and it's exciting when he walks out. It's exciting, mm. like it truly is. Yeah. but it is. He I, he looks like a star. Yeah, he wrestles like a star. He's great. He's really good. But he's but he's does not have the. He has almost no charisma. Yeah, I I think I also think that even though if you put him in that heel role, I think he would have a good. Seems like you would have a good time. It seems like he'd be very good at it. Seems like he's got a nat, lot of natural inclinations that mm-hmm. could work for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, as a heel, he'd be so. I I would believe. I think he yeah he'd be a great heel. I I see lots of value in Roman Reigns. Everyone knows that I'm a fan of him in a lot of ways. Just this this as a as like a a, a tweener. Mm-hmm. Who's taking up mania headline spots? It's weird. Uh, as a former writer, what do you think, or could you like surmise sort of like what might be going through Roman's head at like sort of the reaction from the fans and like where he maybe sees himself? I, w- I wish I could give some great Roman Reigns insights. I think he's a big mystery to a lot of fans. But yeah. honestly, there's a lot of things that are, but that I I mean I think everybody's aware. Like everybody who works there is aware of what is happening. Right. Everybody's watching the same show. And uh, and I think the way they're playing it, like to their like to, to everybody's credit, look how big Braun got over, and Braun got over with the help of Roman Reigns. Like right. his his rivalry with Roman Reigns Very is kind true. of you know. So you could say like, oh, Roman's not in the right spot, but he's done good by Braun. Right, right, right. And right, right. he also did deliver paper. I don't know. It's it, it it's hard. It's it's hard. But I yeah. think but I think everybody knows what it is when he walks out. They just like that it's a. A big reaction as long as it's uh, big yeah, and people yeah. are buying merch, people are into it. Yeah. Sweet. Let's get a cash in on well Roman Reigns. One thirty six PM Eastern Standard Time oh, Wednesday. Uh too low. Cashing in Roman Reigns, all things Roman Reigns. Sorry if the sound quality sucks. I'm at work. I work in a power plant. It sounds like I'm in a fucking wind tunnel. Okay. What a reveal. Power plant? Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to Do we even have power plants WWE anymore? WWE thinks we're dumb enough that they can feed Jinder Mahal to Roman Reigns because... They think everybody hates Jinder Mahal so much that they'll end up cheering Roman Reigns. And what that in then turn creates us to do is cheer for Jinder Mahal instead. It's like, what are they doing with Roman Reigns? Pre-WrestleMania, he cuts two of the best promos he's ever cut. We're all in on him. The next following week, they have this stupid ass segment where they have these U.S. Marshals come. <laughs> all right, too long. Wait, we covered this. Supervisor, okay. Get that phone away. Nick, put the goddamn phone away. <laughs> Tend to the reactor. Yeah. Oh no, I dropped the donut in the reactor. Let me get down and praying Lotus to get it for you. No, no, no. Look, I. 
Sounds like a cool job. I, anyway, I don't know. But uh, yeah, rain, uh, uh, Tulo, yeah. Thanks for, electri- a- thanks for the electricity, by the way, Tulo. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I love my lights and my AC. Thanks for keeping the lights on all the way from Long Island, New York, here to California. <laughs> but I, I, I would say that... Uh, um, you, you know, I only turned it off too low because you were treading, uh, you were going back into stuff we've, I've covered a bunch, um, which is that Reigns promo leading up. They had the audience wrapped around their finger with the promo about how R- Brock's not there, and yeah. then Brock came. <laughs> Whatever, it was terrible. Okay, so yeah, Reigns, they're going to feed him Jinder Mahal, it looks like. That actually, I'm fine with that. Sure. That's great. Don't feed them Joe. Don't feed him Joe. Feed him a jabroni like Jinder who already, like, his whole title reign was cheating. Like, it doesn't right. matter. You're never going to build. They already blew the opportunity to build up Jinder like an actual threat of, like, oh, this guy's just juiced up and wins. And he revitalized his career, you know, with steroids. And now he can actually win matches. Mm-hmm. They already, that, cha- that, 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 that's gone, right? So. Yeah, so I, I think Jinder's a perfect guy, but I don't think... I think WWE's smart enough to know that it's not going to get him... Like, Roman's not going to get face heat on right. Jinder, do you think? No. No. The same thing's going to keep happening. It always happens. People will just not care about the match. Right. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, what side with Jinder? Which I guess they only did in Canada, but That was a little Canadian. crazy that people were walking out of... Backlash. Backlash. They were leaving, yeah. That's crazy. That's di- that, that felt different to me. Yeah. That felt weird. And as far as like him going with gender, I'm like, you know what? With at least gender, I'll say this: it's like it doesn't get, get me excited like on paper. But that also means that like, it might be there might be something there. There might be a, a different twist on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gender's yeah, yeah. doing it a different way. I don't know exactly what they're doing with gender now. Is he is he still like doing the race thing, or is it like? Oh no, he's he's just know. like pretending to be like rich. I don't yeah. know, <laughs> right? Something yeah. like that. He's still got a dope entrance. He's he yeah. I, to me, he has the best theme music in the WWE. Oh, right now. nice. Yeah. I, I love his theme music. I like it also, but I, I don't like it as. Not, it's not my. Favorite. I still uh, like the new the new Shinsuke. I think I really like. That is I cool. love Seth Rollins' song, even though it's as simple. It's just yeah. something. It just hits so hard, and I love uh, AJ's song. More, <laughs> I love those songs more. But uh, I also like Baron Corbin's song a lot, which um, we always talk about on the show. But let's all right. Let's let's move on. So we're getting to Raw. Yeah. So the first thing I want to talk about Raw is like Raw. I feel like this week was like I want to call it like. The storytelling show. Mm-hmm. It was like Strowman told us this story, <laughs> and then Bobby Lashley regaled us with a story about his sisters. Uh, let, you guys, want, you guys want to listen to some of this stuff? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Of, here, let's listen, first. Let's listen to Strowman's treehouse story. Okay. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was a kid magic and all the boys yeah, yeah. in my neighborhood decided the they were going to build a treehouse? I already love that right out of yeah. the bat that he's like he's like uh like did I ever tell you like there's a chance that Kurt when we were in the back did I ever <laughs> happen to mention the treehouse story? Yeah, then what is Kurt goes like, Oh yeah, yeah, he told me that story. He goes, Oh Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, anyways, I'm gonna beat up. But these, <laughs> but, but these guys haven't heard it, so I, I apologize for the repetition. I listen to them saw boards, hammer nails, and paint the whole thing, and not one time he can hear painting. <laughs> I did they ever asked me for help, and when they got done, I had to listen to them talk about their stupid little handshake, so you could climb up the rope ladder into their treehouse. So you know what I did. You know what I did? I learned the handshake. (laughs) And they were like, good one on you, bro. I was like, hey, yo, can I hang out with you? This? The treehouse? 
Even better, I waited for every one of them to get in the treehouse and I knocked the whole damn tree down. I killed three kids. <laughs> 1991, <laughs> I killed three children. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, Strowman, did you get what happened with the kids? I mean, like. I, I burned their bodies and hit them and I've never been caught. And only because the Statue of Limitations has run up is the only reason I'm bringing this up. Statue of Limitations doesn't run out of murder, Bron. Oh, uh, well, uh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Strowman. <laughs> Look murderer here. So, there's always something weird about, like, telling stories. They tried it with Roman Reigns a little uh-huh. bit, right? Didn't he tell, like, the Magic Bean story? Was yeah, that what yeah, that? Yeah. Like, the that setup's not exactly the same. Did I, did I ever tell you about the Magic Bean? Yeah. But don't, <laughs> as a performer, even though Curtis, it's Did I ever tell you about <laughs> an old woman who lived in a shoe? <laughs> That was my grandma. <laughs> he kind of, do you guys remember the bear dude from True Grit? You remember that guy? Yeah. He kind of sounds like that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, the thing is, like, st- uh, as a performer, when I the second I hear someone go like, "Did I ever tell you?" <laughs> yeah. I, and they're like, they're cut, they're cutting a promo in the WWE ring. I immediately feel nervous for them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like an improv scenes where you're like being, you're gonna like invent. Make an invention, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, here's what we'll do: we'll start a business. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, you have to like pitch a business on the yeah. spot, and it has to be if funny. I, yeah, it has yeah. to be a good idea and funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, I, I, I think it's I, obviously Strowman. This is kind of proof that he can like kind of pull off anything. They right. were into it. I, but I, you're right. I felt this when I heard that first sentence. I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, good. He he went there. He kept his confidence. He didn't like. Yeah. He didn't like break. And and it got. The, the pop at the end, so it worked. You know, yeah. Like, and I feel it's a good. Uh, it's a. It's kind of a good test of how great of a performer Strowman is. Like mm-hmm. Strowman is like, he's definitely the arguably the biggest star in their company, and like he's really proven that he's got the chops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's 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 impressive. That story I thought was uh, pretty stupid, though. I thought it was pretty stupid. I think also why didn't he said I he said I knocked the tree down, which yeah. also was like. I was like, oh, all right. Like, did you what chop was, it down? Like, what was the analogy? It was uh, he wasn't going to be allowed to be involved in the. Money, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, right. Money like, in the bank. Yeah. So know. just like he was kept out of the treehouse, so he destroyed it. It wasn't my favorite, but he pulled it off. So I think it's more. That's the sure. takeaway for me. But uh, yeah, what, what do you? Well, I would, I, yeah, that, like I would like to hear something from his life, which I don't know if that was or not. Just it didn't feel like it was like a. Like, I, I'm sure he's got like a. A super softball dad or something like right his dad is like the the record for home runs yes. in softball yes. i would rather hear something about that like yeah like yeah my dad wouldn't let me have dinner until i broke the <laughs> chair in half or i don't know something there's got to be something in there for that yeah yeah no uh, 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 yes uh, totally but uh, also if he's in money in the bank i would actually now i'm like now i'm just now i'm thinking of shit i'd like to see is like i would love to bring his grappling hook back and instead of climbing up the ladder he just hooks the ah, whole catwalk and like drags it down oh, so the yeah. title just slowly like comes down to the ground and then he could just like snatch it oh they the should gr- do a big stunt like that yeah like a fake yeah, like a fake like yeah i mean he, he could do like something where he's like i'm not climbing a ladder and he does break the grappling hook is precedent <laughs> i'm afraid now. of heights yeah <laughs> oh yeah. um so, all right so we had that now um yeah um, so then we had Bobby Lash. Let's yeah, get into let's it. Let's listen to it. The Bobby Lashley sister story. So, um, I got the whole clip here because I think it's worth listening to. Um, you can signal at me if you want, if you, if you got a comment, okay? okay? Yeah. We'll throw it up. Yeah, yeah, throw up the X and I'll pause it. But, uh, 
Bobby Lashley decides to regale us with uh, with with his full relationship with his sisters. He gets like a three-minute segment on Raw to like explain to the WWE universe. Many who don't who have no experience with him at all. Yeah. Um, the question that was asked is, who is Bobby Lashley? Who is who is the man Bobby Lashley? Who is this? Okay, yeah, that, that's a great way to pose it. Me, my mom, my dad, and my three older sisters. And your sisters, you close with them? We are. When I was younger, I really didn't think we were. I thought that they were really rude and mean and, and nasty to me. My sisters used to take me out to the woods, and they used to tie me up there, and they used to leave me there for hours. <laughs> yeah, okay. You both signaled you'd like me to stop. I wonder why. <laughs> That's insane. I was just kind of like, oh, this guy's such a badass. Oh, he's so big. He could beat him. He's bigger than Brunstro. Wow. Oh, he got tied up by his sisters for hours. Yeah. Like, how? what am I getting behind there? Oh, uh, I mean, to me, it was, it's like uh, my sisters attempted to murder me. It's insanely <laughs> cruel. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like someone knocked your treehouse down when you were in it. Well, but, it's, uh, it's also she's like, are you close with your sisters? He goes like, we are. Like, he, he wasn't yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. are. The guy, I mean, this guy, like, it seems like a guy who's been hitting head a lot, which he has. Like, he, I expected Bobby Lashley's whole thing to be like, he's going to come off like a guy's, like, super likable. Because he's got, no, he's got, I'm like, uh, he's got no personality. We right. already know that from the past. He's not a good promo cutter. Don't send me the TNA stuff. I've seen it. It's not good, okay? <laughs> it's mediocre. I, I, people are sending me clips like, here's when he was cool. Nah, the guy was not cool. Right. I saw a clip of him in EC3 in a press conference. It was bad. He, he looked peaked when he was Trump's guy. That <laughs> yeah, was when yeah. he was his best. If they Absolutely. bring him back. Everyone peaks when they touch the Donald. But, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, he's, all right, so he's talking about his sister. That's like crazy rude. But I just want to point out that this is a man who has three children. Yeah. He has three kids. To immediately talk about your sisters when you're like a 42-year-old guy yeah. and not your kids. <laughs> I mean, once you hit 40, you don't have sisters and brothers anymore. <laughs> you know, this is some of your yeah, friends or you whatever. you and yours, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're close, but you don't go like, you know, my brother's a real jerk. Like, Shut up, Johnny. Like, <laughs> we go on a cruise every four years and uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a good know, time. You know what I mean? Like, it's unhealthy anyway. Yeah. They thought that was the funniest thing in the world, being the younger brother getting bullied by his older sisters, especially my oldest sister, Kathy. And Kathy would actually chase me around with a broom. I don't know what it was. Maybe that was her weapon of choice or whatever. But she used to always carry this broom with her. I didn't know if she liked sweeping or whatever. <laughs> so, of course, I had the little joke that I played on her. And I said, you know, you should just hop on that broom and kind of take off. Okay, and wait, that wait, just wait, really... Wait, 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 wait. We couldn't edit this? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> Telling your sister <laughs> to get on a broom and fly away is not a joke you played on her. <laughs> You just said she was being annoying, so you said, hey, why don't you hop on that broom, you witch, and fly away? Yeah, it's kind a of, bad joke you yeah, said to her. Yeah, you didn't, it's not a prank. <laughs> he doesn't even her. know what a prank is. <laughs> this is also, I realize what, what this makes it so uncomfortable. This feels like a really bad wedding toast. Oh, oh like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. When they tell like, the joke that's not a joke, and I don't know why like, she had the broom. Maybe she likes sweeping, but uh, and then I was here, <laughs> and uh, so I played this joke on her. Where uh, It's like, yeah. anyways, you found a great yeah. guy, and I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Webster's By the Fine way. Sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like right it's weird he's a weird like um i hate to use this overused analogy but like an alien trying yeah. to be a person he's like yeah. i had sisters right you know <laughs> my mom had another kid who was a girl but uh uh yeah it's like sorry tonight i'm talking with a sister 
It's really strange. By the way, you mentioned wedding toasters. By the way, if someone gives a bad wedding, that if you bomb at a wedding, that's a symbol that you're yeah. <laughs> you got no charisma. Yeah. Okay, the, the easiest crowds you could yeah, ever play yeah, to. Yeah. All right. Builder, she chased all around and tried to kill me with it. Okay, so that's another thing. He keeps dropping things that are like really dark, but he's like playing around. It's like him and Renee just being yeah. like, you know how kids are, right? Yeah. You know, like they just like to play and they tumble and then they like hold knives to each other's dicks. <laughs> you know, like it's like he's like she, and then I tried to kill her. It's like it's a little extreme, right? Yeah. Okay. Then there was my next sister, Jessica. <laughs> another sister. You know how some people say they have a security blanket? Well, my sister Jessica had a security towel. This is white towel that she used to carry with her everywhere she went. She got it from my grandmother, so it was really special to her. But over time, this white towel got a little more dingy and dirty to the point where this towel was... What, what grandma is giving a towel as like a gift? What <laughs> dementia-riddled grandma is like, oh, I got you, they wrapped up this towel. <laughs> Arbor Day's coming up, I got a towel for you. And also, she's like, she used to carry around this towel till she was 40. It's like, like I'm picturing, like, who's carrying around this towel? But it's like, she had this towel, and it's like, what are you, uh, you know what I mean? Like, Yo, I figured it out where this is going. Where? It's Samoa Joe's towel. Oh, that's what nice. it's gonna be. He what a bully! He stole that towel. He's been wearing it forever, and he cleaned it. She liked it when it was dirty. But like, all of, they're all like they're all like we. He's like exposing all of his sister's idiosyncrasies. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, And like, yeah. Um, and these are characters we don't care about. He could have said, "I had three sisters. They used to beat me up. They picked on me, and like that made me really strong. I thought they were that." And that's all we need from it. Right. The specificity here is like insane. It's actually taking away from wrestling time. Yeah. All right. Nasty and it stunk. And I remember one day she took that towel and she <laughs> went to school with it. And of course, a local bully saw her and took the local towel from bully. her. That's for little brother Bobby. <laughs> too. And of course, guys, guys, he said, "You been good. You guys been filling out your time cards." Yeah. yeah. He, got, he said, "She had this dirty towel." She had a little, and of course, of course. a local bully came <laughs> and took the towel. I know what you're thinking, Renee. Uh, you're thinking that a local bully <laughs> swooped in and grabbed the dingy, dirty towel. Not a bully from two towns over. Oh, my God. A local one. Okay, let's see where this goes. And that bully, and I took that towel from that bully, and I shoved it down his throat. I bet that down. So that that's the moment he wants to get to, right? Yes. Is that like, oh, I learned my sisters picked on me, it made me tough, and then I defended my sisters, and that made me a fighter, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's see where this goes. All right, cool, we got to the point. Yeah. Here, let's see where it goes. That was really, really tasty, Tim. But then lastly, there was my last sister, Frances. <laughs> and she was the closest lastly. to my age. And of course, Bobby being the girl, she was daddy's little girl. My dad was in the Army. So, um... My sister used to always carry his helmet with her. She took it to school. She took it to church. She took it everywhere she went. So, of course, of course, playing pranks, I decided to take the helmet from her and hide it in her bedroom. You see this scar right here, Renee? This scar will always remind me not to mess with Francis. Well, it sounds like you've had and still have a pretty colorful life. <laughs> yes, I have. And, and yes, I do. A true and I enjoyed every second of it. But now I have an extended family called the WWE Universe. Oh, oh, that is terrible! 
Terrible interview. Bobby Lashley is not talented. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. In ring, I'm sure he's great. As a jacked up dude, good. As an MMA fighter, he never made it to UFC because he wouldn't get clean, probably, right? Why don't you, you, say, that, why right? you say that to my face, Dan? Oh, why, no, why don't Bobby. You, why don't Wait, you say Bobby, that to we, my face? Bobby, you're here. Wait, can we finish your interview? Because that's the question. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, all right. Bobby, thank you so much for sitting down here with me. I really appreciate you taking oh, the time today. One second. Before we leave, if you don't mind if I do one thing. I just want to say hello to my sisters, Kathy, Jessica, Francis. I love you. Oh. Bobby, thank you again. Really appreciate it. And we're all looking forward to learning more about Bobby Lashley. Thank you. I love you. Uh, w- one more thing. Uh, did I mention I have another sister? <laughs> this sister, oh man, she's a doozy. All right. Ah, uh, that was me at the end of that recording. Anyway, Bobby, you're in studio. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, we have in studio. Well, I'm sorry. We've been really ripping on you. I just want to uh, not apologize because I, I really stick to what I'm saying here. I don't want to be fake, but like you're insanely wooden in this interview. Well, you know what else? I mean, you know what else is wooden? When I was, when I was nine years old, my sister Kathy, she put me in a wooden box. And she left me out in the woods for three weeks. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. She, wait, Bobby, she left and you out there for- I love her so much. I love my sister so much. <laughs> wait, wait, Bobby, she left you out. I mean, you die three weeks in the in the in a casket, essentially? I did nearly you, die. I became Wait, were you was it under the ground? I was she buried me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she buried so she me buried alive. You alive. Right. Yeah. That, no, that's like a crime. That's a felony. Oh no, man, you know how sisters are when the with the, one brother, they all pick on the brother. So it's fine. I love my sisters. Hi, Kathy. No, no, Bobby. Uh, it sounds like. And that's another unhealthy. time, there was my sister Jessica. She, uh, she cut. She tried to peel all of my skin off of my my body. She hung me from like the ceiling of the basement, and she tried to to peel my skin off. Yeah, I mean that's serial killer behavior. Yeah, that's no. not a prank. That's not no, a. No, it's just a joke she played on. No, me. that's not a prank. You don't understand what a prank is. That's actually your core problem, Bobby Lash. I think we cut to the core of you. Is that you don't know what a joke or a prank or just murderous behavior is. What is the one? Well, I'll tell you about a joke my sister Frances played on me. We had a cat growing up, and I woke up one morning and the cat it w- uh, was disemboweled. And spread all over my my bedroom, and, it, and that's how I know not to mess with Francis anymore. I, I love you, Francis. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, Bobby, can I can I just do some? Can I can I name a sister and you tell me what object she carried around yeah, all the abso- time? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, good, so, good call. So, Francis. Yeah, she carried around a, an Emmy for uh, best best television show. It was actually uh, 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 Candace Bergen's Emmy. She carried it around. What did Jessica carry around? Uh, Jessica carried around a, a water filtration system. What about Francesca? Francesca, she had a big old Italian loaf of bread she would carry around. <laughs> and she would hit me with that thing so hard, and it was a crusty bread, too. So I it mean, was dancing. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, what was your, well, you know, I just want to say, like, that segment when you were recording it, what, uh-huh. what, what, what was your goal there? You oh, know? well, I'm the dominator, Dan. I dominate conversations. <laughs> so I just thought I would just start talking. And never stop, and oh. and never let uh, her get a uh, Miss Renee get a word in edgewise, uh, and that reminds me of my my sister Kathy. One time she she made me uh, listen to her sing uh, all of uh, Prince's hits for for three days straight. I was uh, locked in a like a, one of those Chinese like sex swing things, and uh, I couldn't move. I love you, Kathy. 
Yeah, all right, man. That one is so weird. You just had to sing. I have a colorful look. I've been very blessed, unlike other unfortunate people with a good family, and that's what I'm all about. Yeah, you're not going to try to play any jokes on your extended family at the WWE Universe. Oh, man, I got so many pranks. You're going to go out to your car and you're going to turn it on, and there's like an explosive device rigged to the car. I love you. I love you. WWE Universe. <laughs> Bobby, I gotta ask you the one last question yeah. here, which is, Bobby, uh, so why didn't you mention your children? Why did you? Why didn't you mention your three children? You, you just talked about your three sisters. You're a man in your forties talking about your sisters and ignoring your kids is, I don't know, yeah. psychopathic behavior. Well, currently, uh, my my children are wards of the state. I'm not allowed to be in contact with them on account of all of my pranking and my joking. So, uh, what what prank did you play in your kids? I'd rather. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure that's a road you want to go down, Dan? Oh I mean, man. Uh, well, uh, just yeah. You've seen well Willy Wonka in the like Chocolate Factory, right? Multiple times. Yeah, both yeah. Versions. So something like that. Okay, I'll just, I don't want to hear anymore. That's <laughs> it. You know what? Uh, Bobby, I just want to thank you for coming in. And um, it, I think uh, you did a really nice job of connecting with the, the Cow Nation here. And I think they, you well, know, they can understand. I do, can I do one more thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, Kathy, Jessica, Fra- uh, Francis, I love you. Okay, it's so weird when you say I love you. You sound like like a like a child of the corn or something. All right, all right. Anyway, get out of here. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Uh, Let's move on. (laughs) What a strange fellow. I gotta tell you. Oh man, Bobby Lashley, what a cat! I have a feeling we're gonna hear from him again. Uh, <laughs> no, I wonder where his pants, where the pants are at, and all this. Uh, I think credit to I think that was barely. I gotta say it was. Oh, all right, we'll talk off the air. <laughs> credit, credit to Chad Dummy. I think he said that his pitch on this is like if we find out that Bobby Lashley has no sisters, <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. like starts showing up in a wig and is yeah. like, hey, it's me, Kathy. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is giant sick. crazy. Uh, if they just pulled the psycho gimmick, they maybe, must. oh my God. Yeah. You just, they go to the uh, like, Renee, I want you to come to my house next week. And <laughs> she, she goes in there and then he keeps leaving the room and coming back dressed yeah. like a sister. <laughs> I'm Kathy. I hold her. my daddy. He's army helmets. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's like, this cat's weird, man. Yeah, so, are you trying to leave? <laughs> Do you see this scar on Kathy and Bobby? <laughs> All, right, anyway. All right, man. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm almost bummed we didn't talk about that right away. <laughs> I would hate someone who turned on this podcast and was like half hour in being like, you know what? This is not for me because at that 40 minute mark when the Lashley hits, yeah, oh man, that's some cutting edge shit. But what kind of interview do we got there? All right, let's get to cash in about uh, Titus Dan Black. (laughs) This is the Semitic superstar, and I want to inform you, sir, that your actions are reprehensible. (laughs) After listening to your derisive comments towards. Titus O'Neil. Sounds like a guy who doesn't always agree with me. <laughs> On the most recent episode of the podcast, I I simply don't know what to think. Titus O'Neil is possibly the greatest wrestler of our generation. <laughs> While I record this or send this voicemail to you, I am currently wearing a Titus Worldwide shirt. Oh 
God, by far the best tag team ever to exist in the WWE. <laughs> AJ Styles' skills pale in comparison to Titus O'Neil, possibly the most dexterous, agile, and physically capable man on the planet. <laughs> and I, just, I can't believe this. I cannot believe what you have said. I cannot believe that it has come out of your mouth. And I will... I, I will continue to be furious until you go on air with an apology for the the one, the only, the great Titus O'Neil. That's just it. Go, goodbye. Okay. Wow. Oh man, I gotta say, you know what? I'm a man who hears the people, uh-huh. and right now I want to issue an apology. Oh wow, to Titus wow. O'Neil. I just want to say I'm sorry that I. Uh, that my opinion is that you're not talented. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Sorry that that's my opinion. Uh, nice guy. You seem like a nice guy, but yeah. we're, you know we got to we got to give it to you straight. But uh, was that our first ever fully sarcastic cash? I, so, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate that. That was great. All right. Um, all right. So let's so let's talk about Money in the Bank qualifying uh, spots. It looks like this week we got Strowman in the Money in the Bank. We got Finn and we got Miz in the Men's Money in the Bank match. So far, there are going to be seven spots. There's still four more spots opening. Um, seven spots. Yeah, there are going to be seven in each match. I Jesus. believe. Jesus. Yeah. So what? Uh, four more. But uh, would um, early on there, what do you think about those guys? Would you like to see any of those guys with the Money in the Bank? Uh, I mean. All good things to Strowman. So I mean, if if I'm gun to the head, yeah. Cool. You? I I think Strowman or I mean I think Finn would be good. I don't know. It's it's you know what this seems like a wide open Money in the Bank uh, field to me because you kind of want to do a lot of things. And with the the Brock thing up in the air or you know AJ Styles, you go. Yeah. It, it feels like it's going to go to a SmackDown guy. The the only way mm. to give it to Strowman in my head is if he cashes in. The second he wins it, like right away, he just uses it. Yeah, I, I can't see. First off, Strowman doesn't need the briefcase to win. He doesn't yeah, need it. Right. I think some guys really, it really elevates them. It's a really good thing for them to have. Like, like Corbin is a guy who the briefcase was good for. Like, it didn't work out, but he's a guy who like the, he he needs the, he could use that briefcase to get over. Strowman doesn't need it. It's kind of like a waste of the case. Um, Finn is a is a really interesting one for the only problem with, I have with Finn is that like. He won the Universal Championship, like the first his first match. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like a de-heightening for him to like go, use it to build. Like he should already be there. But fi- but that being said, I think that's kind of erased because of his inner injury. Um, and you can always like win um, one match or whatever. So I think that. But I think Miz should win the Money in the Bank yeah. case. Well, Miz holding the case is what you want. That's you, what I'm you saying. You want like three or four months of him being Mister Money in the Bank. If, if he's on SmackDown, so he can't win the Intercontinental title, right? Yes. And the way he covets that title, the way he, like, what, like, the way he, his badge of honor was like, I make this thing important. Like, him holding the case, he'll make the most of that. And then it's such a great way to elevate him to main event status again in a way where people are clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. He, again, is a guy who doesn't really need it. Who's a guy who, like, so, so I think Miz... My my choice, because creatively, Miz with the case is, like, my favorite choice. Is there someone in your head who, like, is, like, could really benefit from the case, like, stepping up their career, mm-hmm. like, the same way that it helped Rollins, you know? On the roster who now? The, who are the, oh, on the roster at well, all? Well, just anyone at mm-hmm. all. Is there anyone? I, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Elias? But, like, Elias feels like, feels like a primo case guy. But the problem with Elias is he's, like, won no other titles. Like, he's right. not really established. 
You know, like I'm saying, I can't. Re- the thing is, like, I honestly can't really think of someone who wins the case except for NXT guys. Right. But I don't see Which that would happening. Would be a lot of fun. I mean, Joe, Joe could have yeah, it. Almost could win that. Like, oh, yeah, that would be really interesting. Uh, you know, don't have him cash in for a year, but build him up as a guy who, like is in that kind of contention right and then away. Do the brand swap and do like Joe AJ thing. Yeah, really you, fun. Uh, uh, or does does it have to go back to you your say? brand? I'm saying like if if he had money in the bank. Use the money bank to cash in on SmackDown's champion instead of on Raw's champion. I don't know. I don't think there's any rules about cashing yeah. in. Like, there yeah. are technically, but those can be thrown. They'll just be like, the contracts. That's one line from Cole. Like, technically, the contract says you can cash in on whichever belt. Like, you yeah. know, like it's like all one line. So yeah. I don't really know uh, what it is. But, like, uh, Joe, I mean, I guess Joe's a cool mo- someone to hold the, the yeah. case. That's kind of a cool one. Because you feel like he's ready to, like, jump into the world title thing again. Like, he, you know, had the yeah. thing against Brock and he came off great. I'd like to see him in, the, in that in that mix again. I always think Ziggler is a good person for the case. I know, like, because it because it'll it taps into like when he was at his hottest, like just repeating that, where it's like, all right, like, and and I, I always think people are ready for him to come, but obviously I have a Ziggler bias. Or uh, Drew, Drew would also be good. Oh yeah, especially if like Ziggler, like in his ear as the, as the guy who had the case and won it, and it kind of is this like yeah. I'm gonna tell you how to do it. Not yet, not yet. And it's kind of like doing that thing. That is very cool. And then I think Ziggler, fucking like when he catches in, Ziggler turns on him and screws up his shot, and then oh, it'd be fun. Yeah. That, that's good writing. I like that. That's why you were a WB writer. <laughs> that is really let me go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is good. Well, because yeah, the booking was too hot. It was yeah. too good. But I think like the problem. Uh, the problem with that for me, McIntyre's it goes kind of against, It doesn't necessarily because he's a heel, but it goes against his gimmick of like I work hard for this shit. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it, like it, uh, I guess not him. Like it just if he cashes in in a way where it's like he's uh, uh, an opportunist, doesn't feel like it hits his thing. He's like his whole gimmick right now is like I work for everything I got. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Where, like, someone like Elias is, like, a perfect, perfectly positioned, the chicken shit, uh, like, dude, to uh, heel to, like, to do that. But I just think Miz with the case is, like, what I want to watch. The only problem with Miz with the case, it's not a problem, is if we're going for this Daniel Bryan he- thing, like, you don't really need a belt in- with that. So, but if Daniel Bryan ends up being champion and then... Or Miz ends up being ch- catching in, and then Daniel Bryan's the first guy to go f- after the belt on him. I don't know. That, that's just really good. Yeah. Well, and then he could. He, I try to save that Daniel Bryan Miz match to Mania next year. I, I would try so hard if yeah. I'm writing. Yeah, for sure. You know. But imagine if you if you had like a Daniel Bryan AJ match for the title or something like that, then Miz would be like ringside for that match with his money in the bank. Would be kind of just like a fun because like, that type of yeah. like, oh, if Daniel Bryan's gonna win, he's gonna cash it in and mm-hmm. like playing off that drama. Um, cool. Uh, as uh, well, well, I'm gonna come back to Miz when we start talking about SmackDown. But um, I think in the women's right now we have only Ember Moon and Charlotte so far. Charlotte feels like she doesn't need the. Charlotte does not need the briefcase. No, <laughs> no. Ember Moon is a cool pick to win that briefcase, though. I still would wish we got more. Uh, 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 I still wish we got more and like. I don't know. Ember Moon still needs to develop. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's too early to even talk about the women's money in the bank because there's only two of them in there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, there's a bunch of random things on SmackDown, but on Raw, but let's move on to uh, SmackDown. You guys know what happens when we. Okay, we'll cut it short today. Uh, for time. So Miz, the thing I was thinking about Miz, like uh, Miz on SmackDown. Uh, Raw this week I was not into. By the way, I didn't give like an opinion. Like I was pretty bored by Raw this week. Uh, it was fine. Um, 
It was in Long Island. That was my favorite part. Zack Ryder got really no pop in Long Island, which kind of surprised me. He's, yeah. yeah. Seems like, I mean, seems like a nice guy, but he's just like a fucking charisma suck. Yeah, I mean, in Long Island, he should be able to get, you know, I, I would cheer for him in Long Island if yeah. I was there, but didn't really pop. Um, I guess they, uh, they didn't really put him, they didn't put him, he, they only did a backstage segment, I think. Maybe he did a dark match or something. Probably did like the opening, you know, Beyond Superstars or whatever it is. Well, didn't he come out for like the Mojo match, the open challenge and... I don't. Yeah, it was flat. He did a thing with Kurt, the, mm-hmm. the Kurt backstage. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't. He didn't come out during that match, even though I expected him to. No, Rollins just beat up uh, Mojo, and Mojo cut a real interesting promo. Um, all right, whatever. SmackDown. So Miz, uh, SmackDown. But SmackDown, I'm into. SmackDown is the A show. People were saying like right now, obviously Raw is the A show. But in terms of me watching, I'm excited to watch SmackDown. I'm not. Ex- I'm not as excited to watch Raw. We're falling back into that, mm-hmm. which seems to be what happens after these brand splits. Even though on paper the talent on Raw looks, in my opinion, looks stronger on paper. Right. But people right away were saying SmackDown's better, and that is how it feels right now. Um, uh, so Miz, the thing Miz, the, the, I think Miz factors into that a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Miz feels like. Like, whereas Miz makes wrestling a television program, mm. right? Whereas, like, Rollins makes it feel like a wrestling show. Like, he comes out, he gets the crowd hot, like someone like him. Who, but it's like, all right, he's going to wrestle. Like, Miz really is, like, a television star. Yeah. And he's been one for his whole career. Uh, he really just makes something feel like, oh, this is something you you got to watch, and it's not just a wrestling show. It's a program. Yeah. Do you, you know, I don't know, as a writer, did you ever feel like that with Miz? No, the, Miz is great. Yeah. I, I have, man, uh, Miz, like, uh, it's so funny because I, a lot, a lot of times we think, do I like a guy, do I not like a guy? Like, I have my own opinions about certain dudes, but like, some of the stuff is just, you just go, like, oh my God, we have 16 segments to fill on Raw. We got, you know, uh, uh, 11 segments to fill on Smack. And you just end up going, like, oh my God, thank God Miz exists because he can do so much. Thank God right. we had Jared KO because they could do so much. And you just filled the time. And, and like, certain people that could, that, that These could guys talk bang and out wrestle. A half hour. Yeah. My God, like it was a godsend. And then when somebody gets injured, you just like you show up in the writers' room the next day and you're like, oh my God, let's just kill ourselves. Right. <laughs> we can't, we got to do a show without uh, Jared Ko now for some reason. Uh, but Miz is always great, and he always like he always adds so much to every segment he does. He's he's a good guy to have in your roster for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I just when I watch him, you know, like I'm saying, like when Miz comes out, I'm like excited for it, and I feel like he's it's hitting like a critical mass. And what you're saying, hitting those those awesome spots. Uh, still, that he needs better sunglasses. I keep saying it over and over and over. All right, <laughs> don't cool. let the headband. How feels, you, feels too much like an anime or something. Doesn't feel like in the zone. It's cool. It, it's don't like the headband. My that's my, we're, if we're talking about gear on the show. Uh, I would say lose. I, the I think I could lose the headband. I like the jacket more Jacket's than very more good. than the headband, mm-hmm. but. Um, I still like it as like I like him wearing things that are over the top. Is all I'm yeah. saying. Like there was a he he when he came back um, <clears throat> when he came back after shooting that movie or whatever he came back and he cut his hair. He lost the Nazi haircut yeah. and he came back and he looked kind of like mild. Like it was like it was a little like he was wearing like a suit. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's rush through these things. All right. Cool for time. So. How do you guys feel about Jeff Hardy still rocking the the uh, UFO pants? Uh, I like it personally, just because yeah. I'm like nostalgic for it, and and I think he's towing the line of not being a nostalgia act because he's like still got it, yeah, and he's got a title, and I'm like that's just Jeff Hardy, that's Jeff Jeff Hardy's deal. But um, I think I could be swayed on this argument easily. Like I'm I'm in the middle here because obviously it goes against my whole thing about baggy pants and covering up. Yeah. What do you I mean, want? Tights? You look dumb and tight. Like, yeah. yeah. What? What else? Would I would he wear? like a better, cooler version of what he's wearing. Like Could the, he taper the pants a little bit? Like, I like he still wears those boots because those are like the Hardy boots. If anything, I want the pants bigger. 
I want them like yeah. baggier. I want them like just more of what it is. Because right now it looks kind of like a dollar store Jeff Hardy. I know. Just yeah, lean into it a little bit more. Depends if you want to meet. You want even. You want him to like when he does a swanton, he actually parachutes yeah. and like a sugar like a sugar glider. Yeah, I really think his swantons and his like flips are better than ever because they look more reckless to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's landing. I'm like you never know how he's gonna land. Yeah. Like greatest Royal Rumble. That was an amazing. Whisper in the wind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, he, I, it, it was so powerful it knocked Jinder over without even touching him. <laughs> he, he, he's he's sometimes not touching guys because it's so unexpected. Like it's so unexpected. <laughs> and then also he's swantons. The, the the thing that the swanton was like I thought when I was watching the Attitude Era was like he's like a beautiful swan, right? Like he lands it. Like the impact is like his shoulders hit you in the tummy yeah. and then he rolls like perfectly and now he's just landing full back on your stomach <laughs> right right right, right, like, right. It's like he, he doesn't care it looks so painful for Why everyone is it called involved swanton cuz i think he's like a swan right like no, it's like cuz it's s w o n t o n right i think it's no, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a i think it's s w a n t o n right yeah yeah. All right. All right. Whatever. I'm not sure because it, it's swan ton of fun. Um. Anyway, so well, Jeff Hardy should keep the look. If you see Green Day, you want to see Billy Joel and his eyeliner and his right. You want to see the look. You, I don't think there's anything else he could do. It's not. He's not evolving as a person or character. Jeff Hardy is inherently a great character because you. Be, he's a guy who perfectly encapsulates why we like wrestling because you know that he's always on the verge of falling apart as a person and like he always. It's always work shoot with him. It's like. You're like, well, I don't know. He might not be here tomorrow. You know, yeah. he always he's he's like a walking dirt sheet. It's awesome. All right. Um, I mean, not for <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. right. I hope he. I never wish him uh, poorly. All right. Um. All right. What else we got here? I think Paige is amazing as a GM. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing a great job. She can really like her. I like her stuff with Absolution. It's really cool. Um. Man, should we get into this or not? You guys see Mandy Rose's weird entrance? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you yeah. think of that? Uh, did you see it? I did see it. Yeah, so she like is like walking in to like in slow motion and yeah, like, stopping I, and like I think they kind of gave her what they've been going for with Lana and Tennille. Like they're. Oh, I think like, it's she's they're she's another Eva Marie, right? Where it's like yeah, they 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 want they're looking for someone who's. Gimmick is like the most beautiful, all sexy, yeah, and like yeah. beautiful. Which they is fine. Like a, they've been quoted as wanting like a '90s throwback. I don't know, Matt. You know anything about that? I mean, yeah, it's it, it, she's always been kind of groomed for that in terms of like keeping her off NXT TV because they wanted her an impact when she. I mean, because I mean, the other thing is, look at her. She really does have that quality. Yeah, like you're just like you look at her. And you're like, she's oh, got she's a star a, quality, yeah. no question. Yeah, uh, I think the interest was a little. Awkward. It was different, but I think she'll get very good at it soon. I think, so I think too. pretty soon you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is great." It felt like a dry run that we saw, like yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah. And yeah. it could have been, it could have been like camera work issues. Like if the camera was a little bit closer to her and stopping when she stopped and like moved when she moved, it, it made. So it might have just been like a yeah. direction thing. I, I can't. It'll just all be like in the ring. Is she good? Like I, I, I kind of just she's don't strong. know when she's in there. Like I, I, I can't think of anything memorable. I think she does a weird, like a dominator as her, fin- like kind yeah. of like weird, like the thing that. She kind of has like Cesaro's finish almost from a pedigree position, I think. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I never love that. I kind think, of I think she's someone to just keep an eye on and yeah, see yeah, yeah. I, I think I think she has I, huge upside. Yeah, the, this this run felt like like a sex scene from the room, <laughs> but like I think that she'll I think she'll get it as we go forward. Um, and I think her commitment to it was like that's all I saw as a performer. I was like, 
she's doing this and she's committing to it and she wasn't breaking or doing anything weird that like Bailey and Sasha are two people who like they like are always like breaking for me you yeah, know as yeah, performers yeah, yeah. Um, okay Becky Lynch by the way does she have rips in her stocking on purpose I don't know boy do I hate that <laughs> um, I saw it last week and was like oh it's a bummer Last week I was like, it's, "Oh man, I'm like always picking on her gear. I really hate her gear. I think she has so much potential, is what it is. Yeah, uh, she's like in her own way. But Becky Lynch, uh, last week I was like, "Oh, she has rips in her stocking," and you could tell because they're like really thick fishnets, you know. Right. And uh, 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 like the holes are really big. And I was like, "Oh man, it sucks when you go out on live TV and they're." And then this week they had rips again, and I was like, "Oh, is that like part of the steampunk thing?" Oh, I don't know. It looks bad. Yeah, I didn't even notice. It looks bad. I would like for her to have more of a luchador look. Whatever that means. No mask, but like. I like I she, she had like heavy flames this week, right? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, real yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I like I like the gear. I like the gear. I didn't notice the stockings, but. I like the print on it, but I just think. Uh, I, I don't I, I don't know. She, her whole thing needs to. I don't get it. Uh, anyway, just for time. <laughs> she, she'd be great to have like a heel. T- I'd like to see a different gear out of her. Like like not her ring gear, but like see a heel turn. Yeah. yeah. See her getting something unexpected. Because she's a really great actress. She's really awesome uh, in those backstage just when you get her going on something. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah I, yeah. I I think she's got a lot of potential. I just think it's like to me, I'm like, what? What? Like. What it? What is right, it? What are we it? getting here? She's the last kicker, and then she's like a steampunk person, which feels completely disingenuous. Right. It's like not at all who she seems like as a person. It's like the like like like. Well, it, it's such a question mark of a subgenre, anyway. Like steampunk. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, also, this, like, it's also HTML's. Like what's the right? What's, it's also not a. I don't think it's happening as much anymore. No, right? It was like a little right. bit of a fad. Right? Like no. eight years ago. All right. Unless anyway. she's like a female pickup artist, then. Then the steampunk flies. I like that. <laughs> next week, I'm very excited for a melibration we get next week. Um, we said Shinsuke's good now. I stick to my thing. He did a backstage segment, Shinsuke, and the, it was really good. The yeah. no speaking English. He said no. Speak English. <laughs> uh, I really like that. The, um, the, the only thing is that, like, uh, I was like, my whole thing I've been pitching for AJ is that he, like, uh, for Shinsuke, sorry, is, like, his thing of, like, he doesn't, he's in his own world. You know, right. like his motivations, he doesn't even bother to tell anyone, which they're going with. They're all like going with that. But I'm like, God, in that backstage segment, he should be back there painting. Yeah. Like, I love it. He should be back there with his, he should have his own Japanese crew. And they're doing shit that like, you're like, hey, we don't, we don't, we don't want to, I don't want to talk to you. Right now, right. I think he's just like, I don't know, he's just wearing like, he looked like a waiter backstage. Yeah. I liked his look, but I, I I do think there's something to like him being like a rock star, like a, yeah, like, I, a like a Mick Jagger that doesn't. Give a fuck about anything. Give him the Adam, Adam yeah. Rose gimmick. Like yeah. he should give it to not without the June bugs or whatever right. they're called. Yeah. Like well, like I don't want him like coming out there with like a like a rabbit or whatever. But like you should open. You should be like when we open Shinsuke's door, we don't know what we're gonna see. Right, yeah, to the yeah. point where like sometimes there's nothing, and you're like, oh okay. Or like maybe it's just like white. He should do it's yeah. Just white. Where he opens the door and there's nothing, and then he closes it. And, but then when he reopens it, there's like a whole fucking tap. Right, I'm not doing Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> not, all right, that's my thing with shit's great. Um, cool. Anything else that we didn't cover that you guys really that you guys want to no. get into? We're getting Almas next week. It's announced. I wish they didn't announce it, we but I think announced everything. Sweet. Um, all right. Last thing. Do you guys want to hear the trash in? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we have one cash in. Uncharted territory. What are we calling the trash in? That Zig heard it, thought that it was too inappropriate to put on the soundboard. And I encourage him to bring it back in just so we can hear it out. So um, right now, if you are easily offended, turn off the podcast. It's inappropriate right now. in that it's whack. Like, not that it's oh, like super... not that it's offensive. Okay, yeah. turn the podcast back on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, they're already gone. Um, but let's hear the trash in. All right. Okay. 
Oof, even the voicemail's long-witted. Yo, yo, boys, new listener. Yo, uh, in regards to uh, Kevin Owens' body type, being acceptable on the world, I just equate it to uh, porno, man. When you first get in, it's a spectacle. You know, you got, you're looking for a bleach blonde with a cartoon ass and, you know, a fellow with a cock to match. Mm. And then it's just, you just want to, you know, see, I just want to watch a real girl get fucked. So then it's okay, you find a real girl. And then the problem is when you take it to that level, you're a sociopath, where now I can only watch POV porn where it's like I can pretend that it's me having sex with this. Anyway, if that makes any sense, keep it up, boys. Mm. That does not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is hot garbage. <laughs> Man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, you yeah, made I, metaphors a little mixed. Yeah. Wait, no, here's what I want to say. So, okay. This, in this, in this cash-in, it felt like this was not, it felt like a nice guy. Like, uh-huh. he had a vibe of a guy who, like, he was not trying to, I'm saying, he wasn't trying to blatantly offend. Sure. But he was saying things that were strange. Oh, see, I is that I, I feel like he was trying to blatantly offend. You know, I think he was trying to be funny, but he's not funny. And also, I think he was, like, like his, he didn't even try to stretch the me- metaphor. He just goes, like, I think uh, Kevin Owens' body is like porn. And then he just talked about porn for the rest of the cash and didn't even bring it back to Kevin Owens' yeah. body. Didn't ex- explain what the link was. Yeah. You know I, didn't, I didn't follow it. You know I followed this less than uh, the Bobby Lashley sisters. <laughs> yeah. it. it seems like when you have a friend that's just getting into stand-up and they always find a way to work in their material, uh, that's yeah. sort of what it seemed oh, yeah. like. Yeah, I do we do know that. if that was Bobby Lashley? It was Bobby, yeah. Well, he didn't yeah. say I love you, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for my sisters, I, I mean, love you. Yeah. Hey, uh, here's what I'm saying. He's a new listener to the show. He decided to cash in um i would say that uh let's think these things out a little more yeah. uh just so we can follow them you even, know even if they're offensive i would like to follow the logic more the logic was what i don't represent this podcast but rate five stars and leave a review <laughs> and then never listen again you're out you're done <laughs> guys did you understand the logic what, what, what was i think it was that i want to figure this he, out something about it was essentially just saying that he that Kevin Owens' body type helps him imagine that he could also be a wrestler. I think was what the subtext was. Because he feel like but, he's saying well, that, like, he's, that might be it. He's watching uh, POV porn, then he can imagine being in those porns. Uh, but then the whole thing with the, the cartoon ass and a cock to match, which I guess is a cartoon cock. I don't know what that's about. But he's yeah. saying that he looks at other wrestlers and thinks he looks like that. He puts on like. Because he, he doesn't look, because he doesn't look in the mirror, like he right. just thinks he's this. He thinks Kevin Owens is the POV porn of wrestling. Yes, because because it's, oh, you, you don't see the body, yes. you don't see the guy who's like a, an in shape fellow. Right. You just see this. Oh, that's like me. So it's like, oh, he looks like me, but he's doing, but he's doing the thing, the thing that I want to do that I can't do, which right. is like bang a porn star. You know, been more interesting, honestly, if he was just <laughs> that's honest and cl- open. That's close to something. There's yeah. close. It's close to an idea. It only took just, four comedians to break it down. <laughs> Yeah. If he was just honest and gave his real emotional thing and says, you know what, I like Kevin Owens because he looks like me. When I see him do amazing stuff, it makes me feel like I could mm-hmm. do that. I'd be like, wow, what a compelling thought you had. I'm yeah. very That interested. was the cash in we got from Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like this exact thing. Um also uh, want to point out yeah, I just want to, I also want to point out that uh at the beginning of his uh his cash in he said that even the voicemail was long-winded but sir uh, so were you so maybe let's not <laughs> let me not cast stones in a glass house shall we I just want to say thanks for cashing in and listening to the show <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to have a fan you know what I mean it's yeah. uh that's the kind of guy I am, and I think uh, let's uh, maybe write it out next time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyway, great. Um, okay, so that's anything. That's the show, guys. Yeah, cool. Um, right. Let's get into the plugs. Uh, Mazzani, anything you would like to plug? 
Uh, oh, I'm going to be doing a, a, a show at the pack. I wrote some jokes for Bad Luck Fail. Uh, I fuck, I can't remember the name of the show. Like an ass. It's 11 o'clock at the pack. I think it's Jack Wrestling Comedy. Jason Wayne Christian has the show. Yeah. Check that out. And also, uh, check out, uh, I, it's it's a little rough. I just opened up, but mattmazani.com. It's my uh, website for directing and writing and producing. Check it out. Uh, 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 give me some goddamn representation already. Amen. Uh, let's, let's do this. So, uh, check that out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What's up, Newman? Oh, uh, next Friday, the 18th, 9 p.m., used to be sunset. Greatest concert ever. This Got guy's coming after you, the, the, the cash yeah. in. Can fucking bring it, dude. He knows where to find you bring now. It. I'm not afraid of any of you out of shape, <laughs> fly over state sweat hogs. <laughs> <laughs> the ham and eggers. Yeah, really. Uh, fucking go. I'll meet you at a Denny's. All right. Um, and uh, <laughs> wait, let me let me get this plug in here for the Mania Chair Challenge. We yeah. need one last plug in here before I forget. This ends next week, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All you got to do is post it on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. Post your song. It can be in audio format. It can be a video. As long as it's a playable audio drop on this show. Um, uh, uh, make sure you get it in. Make sure you like and do all the stuff on Facebook and stuff. If you got the track and you want to post it, and then you're like, oh, I can't figure out my Twitter, this and this, we'll work with you on that. Yeah, we'll okay? have to figure we'll out a way for you to email it to me. We'll work it on that. And if you email it in or whatever, it's fine. But let's try to post it in the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. Um, remember, all we're doing, you're making songs, too. Hall & Oates is out of touch. You can find it right on YouTube. Pull it off there. All you can do, just play it on your computer and press play on You got an iPhone, just sing right into it. Don't worry about the production quality. Some people, they got uh, they got auto-tune, whatever. We're, we're focused on the creativity of it. If we got to recreate the song to be an official sound drop, maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll beg Skylar Aston to lay down some yeah. pipes. Who knows? Someone, we'll, we'll, we oh, got yeah, the, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we'll get that. Maybe we'll get uh, Newman will play the guitar on it. You know, we get we'll, some company musicians in here. We have a guitar literally in studio right now. We're focused on the creativity, the writing. The X Factor. The, yeah, that's it. Now, the other stuff is fun. That's cool. Add yeah. it because it'll make the show more entertaining. But don't be discouraged by people who have more... Uh, who have more musical ability. This is more about the, the uh, creativity and the goofetry. Okay? You guys know what I'm saying? All right. Sweet. Okay. Other thing I want to plug, that, that ends next week, May 16th. Right? Yep. That's the day? 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Remember our Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Right now, my episode with Thomas Middleditch, Silicon Valley Smasher. Donnie Verizon is up there uh, on the Patreon. That one we're going to keep on the Patreon for longer than uh, some of the other episodes that we've been releasing on the main feed. Got to keep it spicy for the patrons. What was, are... it, was a Patreon cost? Like 50 bucks a month for you? What is yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it's Right now, it's, you can donate as little as $1. Wow. I mean, you can donate as one. You can just, some people do donate $1, which is really nice. If you want these hot, hot bonus episodes, just five bucks. Yeah. That's it. Come on. It's nothing. That's literally nothing. Think about what you fucking spending your money on, you jabronis. <laughs> Are you listening to this show for free? Yeah, you don't even think you about that. Help, there's you can human help, beings uh, behind this. You can help Dan. We have parents. You we can, have college degrees. You can help Dan pay off his his brand new Nissan uh, Sentry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, guys. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe you told them. Now they're all going to think I'm rich. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, patreoncom slash comedians of wrestling. Also. Um, Next week, we'll, we'll figure that out. I got to. I'll save that for next week. I'll okay. save it for next week. Uh, Zig, did you want to plug something? Did I not uh, ask you about plugs? Yeah, uh, Facebook, or not Facebook. No, don't follow me on Facebook at all. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, yay for Zig. Uh, I have a, I think the last episode of a show called Future Puppet News drops tomorrow on Soul Pancake that I was in. So check that out. Uh, Maddie, who did the voice for 
Uh, Ask a wrestler slash Newman's girlfriend also is in the show, and she killed it. Uh, that's all the plugs I got for myself. Sweet. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Of wrestling, I listen on Thursday when I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 